going on, everyone? Welcome to Millennial Third Eye, the podcast edition. Uh, it's been a minute. We're going to be talking tonight about obtaining your spiritual armor and uh, different aspects of the light warrior. Uh, also, different avenues of obtaining such mindset or ways to get past your obstacles as a light warrior. Um, as usual, it's an honor and always a great time. I feel like it, we, we need to catch up. But uh, joining me is my co-host and guest, Jordan Hawk. What's, what's going on, Jordan? Welcome back. I love that you said that. I was gonna, that's going to be my intro for today. Like, we don't ever really talk unless we're doing the podcast. So we just get to learn even more about each other. I'm excited. I'm excited. Well, I think what happened was, like, not only do we have our own lives to live, right? Um, right. I have these moments where I'm like, you know, I'll re- once in a while I'll reach out to you and be like, hey, Jordan, like, how's, how's everything? And you'll do the same with me. Uh, previously we used to like chat back and forth all the time. I think it's just like life, but it's, it's more exciting now that I, I get to actually like catch up with you and be like, you know, right. what's going on? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I saw you were posting stuff about retrograde, the moon, uh, June. I, I briefly checked into it. What, what's some stuff that you gathered about what's going on right now? Anything you remember? So I know that a lot of the more so like shadow thoughts, like the somber thoughts, a lot of the stuff that's coming up from our past, even stuff that we're like, no, I healed that. Like, why is that an issue? Like something, you know, wasn't triggering you or bothering you or even popping into your mind prior to being in the retrograde. A lot of that has to do with Pluto also being in retrograde. And don't quote me on this because I'm not sure, but it's either the 14th or the 22nd of this month that Pluto comes back out of retrograde. And then we get like a jolt. We get a boost forward. Mm-hmm. It's almost like that aha moment for us as a collective to not be stuck in that like ego trap anymore of things we've done in our past that maybe we're not proud of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, I keep having, we talked about it briefly before. I didn't really get into it. I've been having this uh, repetition in my life of a couple different things. One of the main things I'm having this repetition with is uh, business, career, and um, the way I I think I thought or hoped it to be. But this is something I kind of wanted to chat about a little bit because I think as, as, uh, as all people, humans, we, we have this, even spiritually, we have this like driven mindset after a minute where we have a goal or we have a dream. And for me, what spirit was telling me, which is actually difficult. Uh, I'm, I'm being, I want to be honest here. I'm having a hard time accepting what my God's telling me, which is not easy to accept. Um, that the path of tangibility to our goals and dreams isn't always like, I'm going to do this and then it's going to bring me to success. Like, and that's what I'm having a hard time with. Like, we have to still, they, the spirit told me, like, we have this chapter of life. Like, let's say I'm writing a book. Um, I'm at chapter seven, and I want to finish the book, and spirit's like, no, you, you have to, like, still live these avenues of life before you can even finish the book. That's why you're, you're not ready to jump into chapter eight. And I'm going, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Right. And um, it's, it's something I'm having a difficulty with because as a spiritual person, we talk about you know, breaking away from the 3D, which is, I guess, so to speak, of um, how how the world's supposed to be and how we're supposed to be. But I think for me in my journey, it's getting to the point of, like, this balance, too. I don't have this balance of regular life and spiritual life. And I've been just Mm -hmm. doing spiritual life, spiritual life, spiritual life. And 
as we know, we need duality in life. And that's what personally I think this Mercury Mercury retrograde <laughs> uh, this retrograde trying to uh, whip me into shape amongst other things. I've noticed overall, like what, what you just said was great because I keep coming back to the same issue and it's, it's like, life's like, Hey, I'm going to put this obstacle here again. Try not to avoid the obstacle, enjoy it, embrace it. And it's something that I've been having a really hard time with overall with everything mentally. I think too much. I think mm-hmm. I, I wanted to share that because as spiritual people, I think people forget like, Oh, they're psychics or they're intuitive. Like it's just easy like that. Like, no, it's not like we have, we have stuff to learn in our path. That's why we're here too. We, we also have more to learn, but that's what's up with me. Um, you want to share anything about you? Yeah. I mean, I'm dealing with that very same thing. I wound up posting a PSA in the group gifted about it because I was like, I know I'm not alone in this. And I know that this is starting to like border depression for me. And I know that that's not who I am. So I was trying to do this whole like self challenge because spirits like, you know, break out of this. You need to share your story because it's the only way you're going to get to the core of it. And you're really going to heal it because the more people that can interact with this, the more it will bring things to the light that maybe I'm not paying attention to or I've blocked subconsciously. So even relying on other people via my story to mirror back and to tell me things or to share their journeys could unlock something for me. So I made this whole post about, you know, who, how many of you are struggling with your spirituality right now? And then I shared what, like, struggling with my spirituality meant for me. And a lot of it was, like, it's like the mundane, like, I don't know how you say this. <laughs> like, the normalcy of it is kind of, like, putting me off, you know, because mm-hmm. it's the repetition. It's the same thing every single day, the same kind of readings, the same kind of people over and over and over again. And I'm like, okay, clearly there's a pattern here if this is where I'm at, but how? How do I fix mm, this? What do I do about yeah. this? Like, what is actually happening? So it pushed me to do that whole post and to see, you know, like, is this a trigger for a lot of people or is this my personal trigger? And if it's a trigger for a lot of people, then I know where to go with it. Put my pillow prayers in, talk to my, you know, guys, my ancestors, things like that to get, you know, like bigger answers on it. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm at, trying to figure out all this as well. Is it just a me thing or is it like a collective thing or is there need to be balanced with both? I don't know. This is, um, I, I come into this problem often. It happens. I, I, I reference my awakening because that's where I feel I started to pay more attention to senses and thoughts and feelings. Um, but when you just said like, okay, what is, how do I fix this or what is the solution? I have that issue all the time. It's like um, I, I only go to the things that I think I remember or know. Mm-hmm. And t- today for the first time in a while, it was kind of odd because, I haven't I haven't listened to Abraham Hicks in a minute, and I used to post a lot of her um, her her talks on my page, and I came across it today and went, wow, I haven't heard about her. I like I I searched something on YouTube today, it was about like the life journey of something I forget, and she came up she came up in it and I went, okay, let's listen to it, and it was basically about, in in my words, um, surrendering to the resistance of thought, like. It's something I do constantly. It's, I know I talk about the path of least resistance, but in our mind, like I, I'm always like thinking about the problem I'm facing, what's the solution. And for me, it was this, this surrender almost, like having positive thoughts. I know it sounds simple. 
and I kind of that kind of helped me today. But I have the same issue you have, where it's like, okay, how how do what do I need to learn here? <clears throat> what do I need to face? What is the what is the solution? How do we get past this? What do, and it's it's annoying. It really is. It really is. I'm gonna read you something I put in my pillow. I think I shared it. Into, I shared it on Facebook as well. But it was something I wrote to my um, ancestors because I'm just sick of like beating the dead horse. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm ready for answers, and I'm ready to not be afraid of what those answers are. But I don't want them to be like these huge traumas in my life. Like previously, a lot of the things when I learned on the hard way, I'm not interested in that anymore. So I wrote this to try to get help with that. I wrote, Dear Honorable Ancestors, I ask that you align me with a timeline of ease. I want to learn through softness and grace. I want to learn through joy and laughter. I release my desire to learn through pain and devastation. I choose ease. Love always. I keep I love like, I used to be a very reactionary person. Like, what you're talking about, like, something happens, so I'm immediately reacting to it. I'm a problem solver. i got to fix it, right? And... Instead of seeing it as a problem, I'm trying to see it as a solution. Like, I'm really fighting myself internally a lot these days, especially with this retrograde with, was I wrong? And in being wrong, is that why I'm still in this pattern and trying to get these answers to show themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I haven't learned the hard way. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the same, same with me. I, I'm, I'm the king of learning the hard way. And um, sometimes I think it's best – that's why I talk about it. I want people to realize like um, that, that we are human beings. And even with all these spiritual tools, we have this issue um, of finding the solution or how do I understand what it is I'm going through Um, all these different methods, asking the universe, asking this, asking this. So um, for me, and I'm I'm not sure if this is working or not. I think the first thing that is acknowledging is is what is the repetition of um, what is the repetition I'm dealing with, with with this retrograde. And instead of just letting it sit there, and I'm like getting upset about it or throwing something at it, not literally throwing, but getting yeah. mentally frustrated about it. Um, I think this is also why I wanted to talk about it in the terms of the light warrior um, of the the issue, right? So instead of running from the battle, instead of getting upset and wanting to throw the sword in and just give up and, and keep repeating it. Because I talk about this in, in ways where even if we had a relationship and someone has cheated on someone, there, there's a trauma that's created. And so the next relationship can be um, the repet- repetition of that trauma and what we need to heal from at that point so for me, it's like I keep running from what I don't want to face, what I don't mm-hmm. want to accept, what I don't want. And, and my brain comes up with all these reasons why I shouldn't do something or why I should do it. But it's like this negative talk, like, oh, you don't need to do this. This is not for you. Like, so I'm avoiding it. I'm coming up with creations of ideas of why I don't need to do it. Um, and so this is the thing about the light warrior and I came across different things. There was a, a book that someone wrote about the light warrior and different aspects of it. But the light warrior, someone from what I, I came across is someone, why is this not letting me go on Facebook live to do this? The light warriors is a person. And I don't want people to get confused of like, am I an indigo star seed, light warrior, light being, light healer, worker. Just if this resonates with you, that's cool. 
Um, but the light warrior is someone who goes through constant battles of life, always reaching or trying to become something or, or get somewhere. And it's about acceptance of going through difficult times as well. When they reference the light warrior in a battle with their enemies, mm-hmm. um, they were very humble and, and saying to God, like, you know what, have them teach me what I need to learn. I'll, I'll right. use I'll use all I can at my disposal of what I've learned so far. But if this doesn't work, I am humbled enough to, to be defeated to learn something I haven't been taught before. And this had personally um, helped me with understanding about life a little bit differently. So whereas most people might think the light warrior is battling an enemy or a person, it's really not just about that. It's about life own battles in life, your own struggles in life. What is this trying to teach you? And like I was saying before, I want to run from stuff most of the time because it's just annoying or I'm uncomfortable or I'm not ready to face that fact of what the universe is trying to teach me or spirits trying to teach me. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your thoughts on that? As I'm trying to log into StreamYard so I can stream on Facebook Live and it will let me. <laughs> I completely agree with everything that you said, especially with the sorry, especially with the light warriors. I think that's essentially like the concept of the idea of them is that they are warriors for the light. They go into, you know, us. So so if we're talking about us being light warriors, it's about taking our light body and um pursuing the depths of our dark bodies, our shadow selves, to bring light and awareness to those situations as well so we can use that for a higher calling, for a higher good, instead of it being something that's mirrored out of us and damages another because it's a damage that we carry or a trauma that was passed on to us through our DNA, our ancestors, whatever. Um, I completely agree with everything you said about that. And it's it really is such a struggle to be trying to find that balance within yourself. Like for me, one of my biggest issues is I'm like, I don't want to work for the man, damn it. I'm going to work for me and I'm going to be happy doing it. But if I don't have a buddy, like I don't have like, it'd be like the equivalent of me going to the gym and not having a personal trainer. Like I would just probably not go to the gym. I would just have a membership for no reason, you know? And sometimes that's literally the feeling that I have with my spirituality. I'm like, well, I have the membership and (laughs) I know what to do, but like, I'm not doing anything. You know what I'm saying? Cause I don't have that personal training. Like I don't have that go-to buddy. Like, Oh, Hey, you want to go live? You want to do this? You want to do that? Like, I know that's something about me, but I also know that I struggle with codependency. So that's something that is huge for me that I have to work on all the time. And then when I have these, like, crazy aha moments and I'm like, yeah, I'm feeling it today. I'm going to go live. I'm going to do reading. It's going to be awesome. I have the time of my life, but it's almost like that wave crashes as soon as I'm done. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm done for, like, a month or two. Like, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Done did it. Got a t-shirt. Now what? Right. Like, what's next? I did the thing. Just, like, waiting on spirit to, like, you know, part the heavens and tell me something new. I'm like, we really are our own worst enemies, like, no lie. Own worst enemy. Yeah. Um, I like the the gym reference because it can be referenced to a lot of things. Um, The gym reference is also about time and energy and seeing results. we tend to want to have these results tomorrow. 
And right. we'll, we'll work up this momentum and we will expect our hope for something to change by tomorrow. And it's like, man, I just did all this stuff. I finally worked my way up to, to feeling positive. And I, I worked on manifestation and it didn't work. So now I'm going to stop and be upset about it. And um, I think that's where a lot of us get kind of this issue with the, the I want to reference the light warrior again. We have to keep showing up for this. Spirit also kind of talked to me. And again, I want to remind everyone, like I even personally said to myself and I tell you guys, uh, I had a hard time accepting because spirit's like, look, keep showing up for these battles. Um, you have to keep showing up and, and, and prove to yourself like you are worthy. And the hardest part about that was is that, again, it, it's not a tangible path. It's not like you would think that I'm going to do A, B, and C because it's going to lead me to, to D. It's really this path that you wouldn't expect. Like, okay, go get, go get this full-time job. Go work. Prove to yourself like you can do this and that you're like humbling. It's humbling me. Um, it's, it's creating a new, a new thinking process. I forget the gentleman's name. He's a motivational speaker, but he, um, he worked his way up as a salesman for Herbalife. Um, but it taught him so many things which had led him to become a motivational speaker. So that's my kind of example is like this, these battles that we face, we, we somewhat in a way I like to believe ask for growth in life and then life gives us opportunities to grow in and we kind of run from them um there's kind of this also mirrored aspect if we're running from a relationship or a partner or a loved one we're also running from ourselves which is also running from other things so light warrior battle um the other post i came across was about armor it was about the knight, knight in shining armor, regardless of masculine and feminine. And it's said in a different way, um, the knight in shining armor, if it's shiny and, and untouched, they never really took their armor to battle. They don't know what, what they're, they're working with. They don't know. It's just armor. So we have to show up for life. And I like the membership reference you said. We kind of have this membership for life. And it's kind of like, well, I'm here. I mean, I don't really, I don't really go to the gym. <laughs> as much as I should. And it's kind of the same thing. Like life is for the living and also for experiences. And I, I, one of the hardest things that I've had to accept is that experiences and learning will come from so many different avenues that we least expect it to. But as a, um, as a human, we have most of us, majority of us are dealt with emotions. And that's right. the hardest part from the human spiritual to ask. Our emotions, like, stop us or prevent us from doing what we're supposed to do. Like, I, can, I could have sat here this morning going, like, man, I'm really upset about how much money I have or how much money I don't have. And I really got to figure my life out. I got to get my car on the road. And actually, this is probably half the stuff I do think about. And, <laughs> um, but then I decided, I was like, you know what, let's get stuff done. Like, I, I had to get other things done. Let me get this done. Let me get that done. But what's your thoughts on that? Like emotions uh, that stop us and have us thinking too much. I was literally telling my husband that this morning. Like I had a whole like breakdown with him and I was just like, I feel insufficient and I know these are my feelings 
and I know that these are my emotions. I have done all my spiritual work to send people's energy back lovingly and call back my own, and I'm still struggling with this a week later, and it's draining me. And at this point, it's just like I think I need to say it out loud. And I straight told him I feel like sometimes I make excuses for being exhausted. Like I shouldn't even feel that way about myself. If I'm exhausted, I'm exhausted, and I should be okay with being exhausted. But then it goes for me having the two little ones. It's like all day long that is the cat that I wear. And then when I can break away in the evenings, it's like, okay, how much of myself am I going to give to myself and maybe take that hot bath that I've been wanting for two days? Or am I going to, you know, skip that so I can go live and try to help other people because I want to have a purpose and I want to do something bigger than me and something fulfilling. Mm-hmm. And then I literally have the same, I, the same thoughts that you have, like maybe I'll find my purpose in being back around people. Maybe I need to go get a part-time job somewhere. So I feel like I have, like some sense of normalcy, like a reason to do my hair, a reason to do this, a reason to do that, because I'm not finding those reasons in my everyday life. Like I don't, I don't got to pick me up right now to want to Mm. even do that. But if I had the push on my outside and then I could help bring it out of my inside, it would help me. And I literally had this whole conversation with him and I felt better at the end of it because, you know, sometimes hearing out loud the way we think about ourselves is just like, wow, I need to stop, (laughs) you know? Yeah, um, it's true. It's, it's, it's a really a big one. Uh, everyone listening on Facebook Live in the world, I don't know what's going on. It won't let me post comments for some reason. Um, but if you guys want to call in and listen to the full, full conversation with me and Jordan, we're talking about uh, the light warrior and spiritual emotional obstacles. Call in for a free reading as well. We can probably pick you for a free reading. The uh, area code is well, the number for the studio line to listen to us or get a reading is 319-527-6304. I also have it on the screen here. Uh, my internet is not great for Facebook Live right now. But I, I like your point of view where you're talking about um, getting up, getting dressed, feeling good, but also like having almost like nowhere to go type of thing or, mm-hmm. or a reason to do it. And it's kind of like dressing the part or – it's it's all basically tools to help us vibrate to that emotional timeline energy. One of the things I used to talk about was, you know, when you're in a relationship and you're happy and you're like all of a sudden going to the gym and you got a job and you're motivated and you're doing all these things that you normally wouldn't do. But then when you're single, you broke up, you you don't feel motivated, you're sad you probably might not shower as much, like all these things played an effect. And so we want to do things that are going to raise our vibration is what we don't really normally understand or pay attention to is how we truly feel when we do those things um, to raise our vibration. But as a spiritual person, Jordan, like I'm sure you'll, you'll agree with me. Like I, you learn all these things, but then it's like, you know what? I'm tired of learning all this stuff. I feel like I'm not, I'm not at, I'm supposed to be where over here and I didn't get there yet. And um, I really want to, we get frustrated. It's mm-hmm. normal. One of the, uh, the topics that someone had talked about kind of inspiring this, this um, episode of the radio show was something around the, the lines of being triggered emotionally by people who are, I guess, against or 
I don't know, against or not understanding spiritual practices. Do you, mm-hmm. do you remember the whole thing? It was, uh, I believe it was Sarah. Uh, Sarah had posted a topic about how, how to combat that. Uh, do you want to take the reins on that first? Um, I'm trying to pull it up right now. Yeah, go um, for it. To see, I know you sent me the screenshots. Um, I've gotten really triggered by anything that is joking about psychics, energy, chakras, etc. It makes me cry a lot. It makes me feel unsafe to put myself out there. I've just done a lot of inner work. Okay, so she's talking about how, honestly, to me, this kind of feels like the crossroads between spirituality and religion and people's belief systems and the ways that people were raised and things. Because, like, I'm not above being like, yeah, in my spirituality, I have said some offhand things about religion. I believe in omnism. That's my belief system. There's a little bit of truth in everything, but nothing is a whole truth. That's just me personally. I'm not going to knock anyone else for the way that they feel. I'm not going to be disrespectful about, you know, their belief systems, and I would expect that back in return. So after dealing with this so much, especially with this Sarah girl and her energy, it, it just feels like, you know, enough's enough. It's time for a breakdown. It's time to release the baggage of carrying everything she's been carrying with this for so long. That cry needed to happen. She needed to be able to release that to get back up on the saddle again and be like, no, you know what? I'm not wrong here, and it's time for me to set boundaries with these people. I don't react to you this way, and that is the respect issue here. I don't do this to you. Do not do it to me. And if we can't meet on a mutual ground, we cannot have conversations anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the hardest things to do, especially for people that you love and care about. And you guys have different belief systems, and they just always want to talk about their belief systems, and it doesn't resonate with you at all. It doesn't feel true to you. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't do anything inspiring for you except for make you want to bite your tongue because you're like, I'm going to be misunderstood here. My words are going to be twisted and manipulated. So who am I really in this situation? And if those are the situations that we're finding ourselves in, those are the places that we need to love ourselves the absolute most by setting those boundaries or removing ourselves from those situations, even though they're really hard. This is, um, my mind is like expanding on this topic as, as I'm listening to you and, and feeling things like things I didn't even plan on talking about. Um, this is a great topic, spiritual warrior and all these avenues. Um, what it reminded me of first was when I started doing my readings publicly and it wasn't even people who were against the readings. It was actually, um, people commenting, hey, inbox me for, for an accurate reading. And I would just get so mad, like, you have the nerve mm-hmm. to come on here. And so what did that do? It, like, it took a part of my energy away because I'm giving them my mood. But over time, if you notice now, um, when you watch me when I'm on Facebook Live or doing readings, um, people are like, leave me alone, so-and-so, like, stop comments. And I'm like, oh, I'm just going to block them and keep going. And um, my point about this, this uh, along with the topic is the more you keep showing up and there's something about the return you you keep showing up because you're not trying to prove yourself to anyone it's that eventually thing on you their perception of what it's supposed to be matter of fact like the, the day i created my facebook page not even like one like yet like as soon as i created it i don't know how someone found the page as soon as i created it but it was like someone like talking about this is the devil and, uh, and that already triggered me. And mm-hmm. these, these battles that Mercury retrograde, it keeps showing up. And eventually we're going to get to the point where we're like, you're, you are the one who's insecure. 
This is right. this this is bothering you, not me. I I'm comfortable with who I am and what I'm doing. But what happens is that as a spiritual being, I think that regardless of the topic of insult or discrimination or you know who, whoever's saying what to who, um, it bothers us. And this is where that armor comes in. Eventually, we have to get to the point in our life, regardless of the spiritual part or someone projecting their insecurities or thoughts about who we should be on us. We have to create this tough spirituality is not just about this, like, Oh, I'm peace and light. And I am all that is positive. And we were just talking about how I flipped out on some guy at the gas station the other day because he was saying that he, um, he put gas in the wrong pump and it's not my fault. I have no history personally of giving you the wrong pump number and he didn't want to give me gas. So I flipped out on him, but Mm -hmm. We have to realize who we are as a person, what we're, what our value is. Um, do I have times where I question myself in the sense of, you know, am I doing a good job? Am I, did I do, do I, am I, can I be better? Yeah, I have my own personal moments that I need to work through. But as long as we keep showing up for these battles or these moments, eventually it's going to get to the point where we're like, this is your point of view. I don't don't really care what you think. And that's the thing that Abraham Hicks talks about too on YouTube. I don't care. If it's not something that I can change, if it's not something that is a personal issue within myself, then I, then I shouldn't care. And um, that's where I think this armor comes in. You know, Jordan, I was thinking about this earlier. One of the, and it's not a bad thing. Like I have no problem making more potions to sell for people. One of the things that people want, uh, requested was a bottle of something for spiritual protection. Mm-hmm. I have I have no problem making those, and I think that it's still relevant to the purpose of having something for spiritual protection. But I personally feel ninety percent of those individuals who are constantly feeling like they need to protect themselves are just a little bit insecure with their own energy, and they're not aware of how much protection they already have. And it kind of, it kind of like has this little similar pattern here with other people's influence. We feel that other people have this powerful influence. And my point about this to kind of wrap it up and pass the ball to you, Jordan, is when we start to become more empowering as individuals, which is a challenge, we realize who we, who we really friggin' are. And you realize that your fears are only this doubt of, not having control in a way, feeling yeah. like negative demons or something can attack you. Not when you realize how powerful you are, um, right. your thoughts, our thoughts. When we can overpower our thoughts with positive things, we can shift our whole vibration and it's a challenge on its own. But I think that this all comes down to an insecurity of our, our own awareness of ourselves, And, empowering it and putting it into work like realizing the whole time as a, as a spiritual light warrior you have the armor on the whole time and you have the sword right and it's just you or the person at times not realizing like you already have this ability all you need to do is just not let that person or thing influence you like you are whole already all right pass the ball to you. i don't want to keep talking i gotta share the share the mic <laughs> no i love everything you said like 
something else that I've been talking about a lot recently, especially in like the readings and stuff, is how we as humans self-actualize. Things start getting crazy around the house and, you know, bumps are happening in the night and you're hearing running through your ceiling. You're like, oh, my God, my house is, like, haunted. I don't know what to do. You know, we spend all this money trying to clear these energies and do all this stuff, and we have convinced ourselves at this point that, you know, the door slamming and the moving and all these things means there's a demon around and we need to get rid of it. But if we actually sat in the moment and we paid attention, we would realize, hey, there's probably chipmunks up there or squirrels or something. I should check that out. (laughs) Or, hey, my AC just turned on and my door was already a little creepily shut. It probably sucked it closed. But we get so scared by everything that we self-actualize that these things are around us that really aren't. Well, one of the things that kind of reminds me of this actually happened to me today. Um, I was quickly like, um, putting a shirt on and to my right up, up ahead was another room and a, and a door, you know, hallway, doorway, stairway, basically. And really quick, I saw a black shadow right there. And to most people look, Oh my God, that's a shadow person. Oh my God, that's a demon. I didn't personally feel that it was negative. It was just the way it came up my, my, my view. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that I had to learn I wish I knew this a long time ago. I would see something and come up with a million questions. Oh, my God, who is it? What was that? Where did they come from? What's going on? Is there a negative thing in the house? Who, who are they attacking? I would come up with a whole storyline before I found an answer to it. And, you know, I saw it, and I went, oh, okay, I see it. And then I kept going on with my life. And that is on its own, that little bottle, if I were to make it for people, which I probably still will, of spiritual protection, like, that, that was that bottle in my head doing that right there. I'm not giving it attention. I'm not giving it, oh, I see you, and I'm, a, I'm scared of you. you. Our emotions give into that. And that's right. why also we have narcissistic people and the empath relationship. Regardless of the relationship, there's still people that will come into our lives as that compatibility because they want, they feed off of that anger or attention or something. We have mm-hmm. to realize as people or spiritual people, especially with this light warrior topic, is that when someone triggers you, realize that you can either take your cup of water and, and give it to them because you're feeding into that emotion or be like, F this, I'm out. I'm not giving you, I don't care what you think. Peace. I know who right. I am. I've had moments where I was laying in bed upset about what had happened about something spiritual or, 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 or life. And I can sit there in bed, and I have, and I wish I could go back to my younger self and be like, Joe, you're getting upset over this, and you're losing your mo-. Even my twin flame, this is a true story. We just did a twin flame episode not too long ago. I didn't talk about this. Um, I, maybe I have. There was three days where I stopped doing readings, podcasting. I was in bed for three days. And the third day, I was like, you know what? Let me go for a walk. I'm going for a walk, and I'm like, what am I doing? Why am I upset? And my higher self, spirit, regardless, the answer that came through was, do you realize, Joe, that you have shut everything down because your twin flame isn't giving you the attention you want? And I went, oh, shit. (laughs) So we do this, and we don't realize, like, we're giving our power and moods away because we're not getting what we want. And Mm -hmm. once you realize that, it's like, ping. So – showing up for these obstacles and working your best way through it. Um, We were just talking before about sitting there trying to come up with the answer now. 
and it's not always that easy. We have to just go for a walk or um, raise our vibration or realize what we're putting our, our mood into and how to shift out of it. How to, this is a battlefield. Every day is a battlefield. As much as people want to hear like, well, I really don't want to go to the battlefield. I just want to go shopping or just, you know, go about my day and be happy. Every day is a battlefield episode, and it's just about how many tools and things you've learned to execute it. We're not, we don't always need these little potions. I'll make it. I, I use things of my own, too. It's, I'm, not, I'm not knocking it. You know, Florida water. Florida water is something that I do to cleanse my aura and lift it and create a, a cleansed aura. But sometimes we have shit on, on us, and that Florida water is not going to clear the shit. It's just going to put Florida water on the shit. So... <laughs> You're going to make doo-doo smell nice. That's what's going to happen. Right? Um, I do want to take some call. I would love to hear about people's, um, you know, if you're going, it, all right, here's this. Called in um, for a reading or if you would like to chat with us about the topic, I would love to hear from someone who is going through something. We're not going to sit here and judge you. I want to, like, talk about the topic and emphasize it more. Um, if you already press the number one and you want to get a reading, but you don't want to talk about a topic, just do me a favor and press one again, because I want to get someone who uh, would love to talk about this. We can get into um, a reading with them as well, but I want to, I want to get someone who's already talked. No, sorry. I want to get someone who would love to add or get advice or help with this instead of just, just a reading. So if you're interested hit the number one. We want to talk to you about it. If you already hit the number one and you uh, just want to get a reading, just hit, hit the number one again. So I, I, we'll get back to you for a reading uh, later in the show. Um, but this is, this is a great topic for Merc- Mercury and retrograde too, regardless of when oh, yeah. the retros were, were at here. Um, because a lot of us have learned about crystals and Reiki um, healings, healing things. One of the favorite things I, I love about you, Jordan, is that you're one of those people that are real. I, I want to talk with people who are real, who, yeah, I'm spiritual, but I'm also still going through some stuff i got to work on and, and learn, and that's what I love about people. I don't want to go to someone or be, with, be around someone who's just like, oh, I'm peaceful all the time, and then, like, they go home and they don't talk about their problems. No, I know we all got problems. Right. Um, so let's take a caller about this topic. Uh, let's see yeah. here. We'll go with, um, I want to go with uh, area code 402. Uh, what, what, what's your name? Where are you calling from? And uh, talk to me about something with this topic. What can, we, what can we tell you about? Hi, I'm Sharon, and I'm in New York. And I have been having a lot of spiritual warfare going on um, and also actual people <laughs> plus mm-hmm. spiritual in All right. my apartment, yeah, my, you so know. I think this is a great topic. I'm, I'm think, first of all, I want to thank you for calling in and being able to uh, talk with us. You've got two awesome people who have different abilities and different tools to help you with this topic. Um, if you don't mind me asking, because even though we're, we do readings, I like to have, like, nice conversations instead of just, like, tr- pu- pulling what Spirit's saying and talk. So what is the spiritual warfare that you've experienced that you uh, can share with us? Oh, oh. Um, 
I mean, it's it's obvious that there's something kinds of things going wrong, things being um, physically being hurt. Okay. Um, I can, I mean, it's almost like sometimes there's things that will happen right almost in front of me, but I can't see anybody, okay? There is a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that really, you know, I think is human, and then there's other things that, but there's, I, you know, no person that I can see. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. A lot of attacks on my dog. She hmm. can see it. So that's why I know that there's also the spiritual. Um, mm-hmm. I'm empathic, so I can, I get irritated and I can feel it. I've mm-hmm. tried to do a lot of, uh, I actually, part of me thinks that it's like a witchcraft against me. Well, because I actually saw in an inner can vision. Happen, what can happen is there's um, something in, in Spanish in the practice of a spiritismo that is called uh, a causa. A causa is a spirit that winds up attaching or being sent to someone that causes a lot of problems. Those problems can be issues and arguments and fights and communication problems with friends, family, coworkers. The person can wind up losing a job. It's like almost what happens is there's a never ending issue that keeps coming up, coming up, coming up. The, the thing about this too is that there is life issues. You know, your car has a flat tire this happens or that happens once in a while. Right. There's, there's, there's these minor things, but what a, what a spirit like this will do is cause consistent issues. Um, right. Is this something that's going on? On a constant basis. And, you know, I, I thought about something the other day when I was thinking and meditating on this, praying about it. You know how babies, little children can see things that adults can't. Okay, well, two times, I think this must, I honestly think there might be an attachment. Mm Because on on two occasions, one child that I used to, um, in my job, I I supervised visitation Mm -hmm. for children and their parents. And Mm -hmm. I was going to pick up the child that I always take, you know, every week. And we get along real well, and we always have fun. And he busted out screaming when he looked at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's seeing a spirit. To death. You. And we had not, there had been no issue or anything. And the daycare lady, she didn't know what to do. And I told her, don't them, you know, just leave them alone. Don't, you know. But it was the weirdest thing. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and it took quite a while before he could calm down, and I could, you know, I just sat there and tried to, but that was weird. Okay, but here's, it happened again with my grandson when he was a baby, and he and I were so close that I used to, I would have to sing him to sleep over the phone because mm-hmm. he wouldn't go so, to sleep. This is uh, and when he this saw is something that's been going on for, for years. He started screaming. Is, is this something that's been going on for, like, years? 
Well, these things happened several years ago, and that's why I wondered, how long has this been? You know, because um, those two things, there was no reason for it, no mm-hmm. normal explanation for the reaction from the kids. Well, if it were to be a negative sphere that's attached, it would be this prolonged roller coaster of issues, non like it's just like never ending. Like you feel like you're drowning, but you're still you're not in water, so to speak. It's just never. It can also deteriorate emotions and de- uh, debilitate the positive emotions and just keep you in a negative headspace um, and just keep weighing you down, weighing you down, making you feel stuck. So are you dealing with any right. emotional um, things as well? well? Yeah, I mean, you you can't imagine. You, you probably wouldn't believe all the attacks I've had to the point where my home was stolen. It was paid for. I mean, the lies and the attacks physically towards me from people. I mean, it's weird. It's just so. Mm. My son was murdered, and it just kept going and going and going Ooh. and going. Jordan, I feel and, like you want to talk. <laughs> I do. I'm just waiting. Yeah, yeah go for um, it. What I'm getting about this is that you are pinging, and what that means to me is you reach these really high levels of vibration where you start downloading information, and that's when you're being attacked. Um, It doesn't feel to me like someone sent this at you, like another spiritualist or someone attached something to you or you were born with this attachment. This is like you – it's literally what Joe and I were just talking about. You have no idea how powerful you are. You have no idea about your light armor. Um, If you have these things happen and you say, I have permission to shine my light, I have permission to stand in my truth, then these things have no claim over trying to manipulate you or scare you or bring the fear factor in to allow these other things to happen in your life. To me, it really feels like these are times when either you're having a lot of dreams, either about future events or people that you know, and you have these deep connections, and then all of a sudden you're getting attacked. That feels like what is happening to me, and it really feels like because it's what I call pinging, where you reach a new level of understanding, like a, a new level of ascension. Does any of that resonate for you? Um, well, maybe, yeah, because, you know, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm more simplistic. Um, evil hates good, and I do know that right. I am, like, when I – would start praying, you know, I'll get these inner visions and, you know, at first I think it's okay. And then I realize that's not, you know, that's not my mom. You know, that's not what Jesus would say that, you know, I'm being right. messed with when I'm praying. So mm-hmm. um, I just have to push it away. But well, you have to explain your power in it all. Pushing it away just gives it the energy to come back because you're acknowledging it and you're not getting rid of it, if that makes sense. To get rid of it, you have to give yourself permission to be who you are. Like, no. I have permission right. to say these prayers. I have permission to have this connection without this negativity attached to it. I don't, I don't personally – I know we were just talking about before, but spiritually – I don't feel like there's a, a spirit that is attached to your, to you, but what I do I feel either. and what I do see is that there's something energetically that's not a spirit, 
but you have kind of like collected, like you've taken on from something a while back. Um, but this can be cleared in a couple different easy ways. Um, it's very simple. One of the things that you would want to do for your home is there's two things that you can do. Um, you can create a mop bucket that you normally would mop the floor with, put a little bit of ammonia in it. The reason why we do ammonia is because negative spirits hate ammonia. They will go in, a, in an instant. Um, the other thing that you can do with the house is you get a whole coconut. You get a brown whole coconut. You shake it, make sure there's liquid in it. Um, and you start with the highest floor of the home or the, the furthest part of the home. You kick it from all four corners, all floors, the basement, everything. Um, you wind up kicking it outside to the main road. You pick it up and you smash it. Because while you're rolling it, you have to also think in your mind that this is collecting all negative energy that is in the home. You, so you smash it. You want to make sure you spiritual, spiritually clean yourself after you're done. You can put a little bit of holy water or Florida water on you. Um, because when you're breaking it, just if there's any liquid that got on you, you don't want that to, to linger. If you don't have Florida water or holy water, you can bring three pennies with you and run it through your hair, kind of tap it on your face and your skin, and leave it in the street. The other thing that you're going to want to do is um, either get yourself whole milk or goat's milk. Um, this is something that I often do myself. And what you only thing you need to do is when you take your shower or your bath, when you're done, you rinse your soap off, you're done with your hair, um, you bring that milk with you with a bowl. If you're in the tub, drain the water out, but you're going to pour some of that milk in a bowl, fill the rest up with warm water. You can add holy water to this but we'll add cascaria, which is like a chalky substance. But if you, if you don't have that, that's fine. Um, you put the water in with it, and you pour it over your body. What that's doing is it's neutralizing any negative energy. You're essentially cleansing yourself. White, you think about, think about liquid and white coloring and also the milk itself. Milk on the basic level is nurturing nutrition for another uh, cow or another animal or another goat. Um, white is about purification and neutrality and cleansing and clearing. So when we do the spiritual mm -hmm. bath, it's breaking. Goat's milk is a very powerful spiritual bath. It's breaking any impurities that you have collected. Um, don't be surprised when you go to bed after this bath that you get tired, that you are just relaxed. The other thing that would add to this, if anyone's listening that you, you feel the need to do this, um, you're going to want to go to bed after the shower um, trying to wear at least all white or bright colors, nothing dark. And the reason behind that is black absorbs all energy. If you're going to wear black to the beach, you're going to get hot because of that, that fabric. And the same thing goes with the fabric of energy and metaphysically. Um, the last thing I would do is do something for what we call is the ori, which is your mind, your consciousness. There's two different ways we can do this. Uh, shea butter is really good or cocoa butter. We want to use 100% of either or, nothing mixed in a lotion. And what you can do is you put a little bit on the top of your forehead. You part your hair and rub it in, um, your, your, your top of your crown, your head, your forehead where your third eye is, the two temples, the left and the right, and behind your neck. You're nurturing your your mind or your consciousness so what this essentially all is doing is you're clearing and you're 
tuning up your body in, in a spiritual way. Um, if hypothetically, if you were to do nothing, this can keep reoccurring. It's not helping you uh, in your mindset. It's not helping you stay in a grounding, empowering energy. Um, and this is why we also have to be careful of where we go sometimes. We might go to a party well, and we're not even talking with someone mm-hmm. and we pick up something from that party. Right. Well, this is what I, this is why I said there's actual humans involved here too, because I do have holy water and I have gone through, you know, my small apartment here. Um, but somebody keeps breaking in mm-hmm. with a key, mind you. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I can get rid of stuff that just comes back in. It's kind of like what you're talking about. That was mm-hmm. one of the things I wanted to ask if anyone could pick up, you know. I feel like maybe it has uh, some of this oppression has lifted a little. Mm-hmm. But just tonight, even, I came home and I saw someone's been in here. Um, have you changed the, I know this is, don't say this the wrong way. Have you changed the lock at all? That's what I, was I put say. a uh, chain lock on, but obviously they figured out how to undo that. I, I rent, I'm renting right now, so I can't change the lock. I would try to talk to the landlord about changing the lock. Um, what are some other things that you can do for this? Uh, besides Besides doing well, I just wondered if you could pick, if you, anybody picked up anything like who it is or why, you know, what's going on. If it's gonna quit. Hmm. That's what I'm really honest. It feels like to me, this feels like young male energy, and I get this like um, I don't want to say stalker because there's no intention, there's no ill intention behind this person. It's almost like a personal. Thing they have that they do, but I almost wonder if it has to do with someone in your leasing office or something like that. If yeah, it's funny. To you, like it's funny you said I I was feeling like the landlord. I did feel a young male energy, and I was mm-hmm. feeling like the landlord's son or the owner's son or something like like one of those things like right. you wouldn't expect um you wouldn't expect them to do that, and even the landlord wouldn't even like know that something. It's like something connected with the comfortability of the the property which they have access to somehow um, and right. they have this ease of access. You know, the other thing that I, I'm being told to tell you, and it's very simple, it's not always a spiritual response. The other thing I'm being told to tell you is go pick up some, some security stuff on Amazon. Uh, unfortunately, like sometimes it gets to that point, but it's getting uncomfortable because I'm starting to pick up on that too. Um, setting up some sort of like hidden camera because you're going to find out like it's someone that um, it's, it's not someone, you know, well, but it's someone that's my, within this. Right. My phone is hacked, you know, so they're like listening now. And right now the people that live above me mm-hmm. are pissed off. So they must be hearing it or seeing it. Um, they're slamming stuff on the floor. This is a constant thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's time Larry to move. Just, yeah. I think it's time to move. How do you know your phone's hacked? What? How do you know your phone's hacked? Oh, there's lots of reasons. Lots of ways. 
I can't go well, into it. It's this, just, it would take an hour, you know. <clears throat> at this point, what I would do is set up security cameras. I would start to think about moving somewhere that you feel safe. Um, besides the other spiritual stuff, the cleansing the home and um, cleansing the home and, and nurt- nurturing the ori. But um, this is something that otherwise it's going to continue. And it's like the, the conversation me and Jordan were having before about this topic is that the, the spiritual warrior the battle like how are you are you going to continue letting this happen or what are you going to do to step in to handle it a certain way um i would really pay attention to what's being moved as well i don't feel like they're stealing anything of of jewelry i feel like they're taking like food i don't know why i feel like they're taking food yeah they Um, are they're taking food and they're they're tampering with it so i've gotten really sick um that food's a big deal. This someone, I, I really feel like it has to do with some someone either, like you were saying before, upstairs, they somehow know or can get access to this building. Um, I would I would yep. change the locks without, I don't, I get to the point for me personally, I don't care about permission. If it's about yeah. security, it's about your well-being, um, you change the lock, and then if the landlord asks for the key, then you give it to them later. But um, you have to really start being proactive about this. Not everything is about a spiritual attack, but I feel like what's happening is right. you have people involved that are trying to upset you. Maybe you guys get into arguments yeah. and they, they want you to leave. That's really what, what I get is that they want you to leave. Um, but overall, to kind of wrap it up, um, I would start just planning on finding another place because there's something about the clashing of this. Mercury is in retrograde right now. It could be something that's being repetitive and trying to get you to, to move to a better place. Um, Jordan, you have anything else to add to this before we move on? No. Well, make sure that to... you are raising your vibration and standing up to these things and not trying to push them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do have to move on. I, I want to thank you for calling and appreciate your, your time and sharing with us everything. Yeah, it gets to a point where we can get lost as a person with all the stuff that goes on. And it's happened to me before in a different way. And this is where I talk about the Ori, because Mm -hmm. if you, if you essentially lose your mind, right, you lose your, you're losing your Ori, you're losing your thoughts. Um, What happens is you can go get a reading from someone. And if you're so open and this person can actually mess you up if they're not a good reader and they start putting all this fear in your head, oh, you got to get your health checked or let's say that happens. And then you're going, what the hell's going on? Then you go get a reading from someone else, and it's another you, – you start spinning. You start spinning, right. you start spinning, you start spinning, and eventually you start losing yourself. And you go, whoa, what do I do? And this is, for me, where the light warrior or that energy has to come out. And you go, okay, look, can't lose my mind over this. What am I going to do about it? Because we can start coming up with multiple reasons why we need, we're upset or something's happening. And so what are we going to do? And this is the whole thing we were talking about before, Jordan, about – finding that security within ourselves, not giving our energy away to a spirit or a person. We have to find that ground. Yeah, I completely agree. We have to be able to find it within ourselves because if it's always something that's outside of us, we're never going to make the connection to feel like we have the power to do anything to get ourselves out of these situations. So slippery slope. This is why the goal is to... um, 
go into the obstacle. The goal is to get right into the thick of it. Otherwise, we're going to repeat it. So, yeah, let's, let's think hypothetically, like, let's say she does move. If we don't feel the security, we can move and almost go through the same issues again. And um, there has to be this inner loving yourself of like, all right, what's going on with me that this is happening? Right. Um, I figure we take a reading now. Uh, let's see here. Who's, who's next on the list? Thank you, Gary Cody four five. Uh what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. Hello? Hello. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Maria. Yeah, calling from New York. I wanted to ask you, are you seeing if I'm gonna travel here, gonna go overseas in it? Yeah, gonna buy property near the water? Your so your question is if you are going to Buy property Italy. near a water in Italy? Yeah. Yes. I feel like you are, but I feel like it's going to take time. It's going to um, be a longer process than what you're thinking right now. Are you? Do you have a two-year plan for this? Okay, no, yeah, yeah, yes. Two years? Because I'm getting two years for this. If your plan is for two years, then yes. Yes. Are you, are you, what I'm seeing right now, what are those, are they called like the little gondolas that you ride down the canal? Yes. Is that what yes. you're talking about? Yes. Um, is that well, what's called a gondola? Because that's what I'm seeing, and the building is yellow. Oh, yeah. It looks like a bunch of townhouses all attached to each other, and then this building is yellow, and I'm getting two years for this. And this is, a, this is like a, I don't know if this is like a retirement plan or there's things you're finishing where you are before you move here, but there has to be endings for this to happen, and I feel like you already know what those are. It's going to be work. Um, I do agree with Jordan on what she's saying with time. It's going to take time. I don't feel like it's going to happen because for you – there's going to be plans that are going to be put into place. Um, I also feel like there's going to be family helping you for some, I don't know how, I don't know if the family's going to yeah. move with you, um, but family's going to help you out. I, I don't feel like you're, you're doing this by yourself. I think that the, your family is thinking about going to Italy and living with you there. Is that, is that what's going on? Yes. So there's there's some things that are tying this up right now. There's something with work, with people's jobs. There is planning on how they're going to send stuff to Italy. Um, they're also debating on if the economy or the cost is going to be worth it. So overall, I do get and feel that there is going to be a move to Italy and, and possibly, like, it's, I feel like it's near the water. I don't know if it's by, like, right on the water. It's going to be near the water. Um but there still needs to be some things that are going to be executed for this to happen. So it's going to take take a little bit of time, but yes. Yes. Okay. Thank you very much. I can't ask nothing. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for calling. She was so adorable. That was beautiful. <laughs> the way I saw that, the way I saw it, people on the boats and being able to sit out and have her coffee on the little ledge in her house. It was beautiful. 
it really felt like community. Mm-hmm. It felt like this whole, um, like, family environment, like, finally having her family where she wants it. It just, it just feels magical. I feel like, um, like, this return back home. I didn't get to say yes. that before, like, return of feeling at home and being happy and um, being able to re-experience what she has missed. Um, but I do, I do feel that happening. It's going to take some time for family members to, uh, to shift that. I thought that was great. I did not expect that. I thought that was beautiful. Um, it was. I needed that. I touched my heart. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's take another, Oh, well, let's chat for a little bit. We'll take another call. We're going to be on here for a little bit, uh, for a while, I guess. Um, so what else, anything comes to mind, Jordan, about this topic or anything that so far the, the callers have called in for? Do Even you doing that reading for her, it made me think about my own story and, like, how I'm needing to be patient right now because the feeling that I got from her is just, like, it's a dream come true. Like, I'm, I'm almost feeling like I'm choking back tears to look around and see my family and be so proud of us and proud of where we are and how we're making it. And I have stopped thinking about that in my own moving process. Like, I'm in the process of buying a home right now and leaving this apartment and dealing with all this negative stuff every day. Like, I told you, I was, like, getting into it with my leasing manager today. Mm-hmm. It was just nasty. And so many things, like, from the beauty that I'm looking forward to and moving. So just reading her then, it just, I, I feel so much better. Like, it's, I feel like it inspired so much more hope in me. Like, what I have to be excited about instead of, you know, these daily ego traps that I'm falling victim to. Yeah. Because it's going to stop, you know? So daily. It's such a reminder why it's important to do these readings and to do the posts and stuff and have people share their stories with us because we really do stand to have these aha moments and just putting the work out there, you know? Mm-hmm. I think um, it's beautiful to hear even when we least expect it, like someone comes to us or like, Oh, this is what I'm going through. And meanwhile, like here I am in my head thinking about all these things that I need to do or wish I can do. And then to someone else's life, it's like all they're worried about. And here I am thinking about all these things that I'm worried about. And they're just, there's a lot of humble thinking. And um, sometimes I realize too, is that things can be so much worse and I'm just worried about this part. And, even that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness, with Will Smith, right? He uh, he portrays yeah. that that storyline of the guy who struggles, and he's just trying to get a good job for his son and raise his kid, and he wants to be good at some. Here I am, I'm thinking about all this other stuff, and I'm watching this movie, going, "Wow, things could be so much worse." And I'm just, I need to like let let go of a lot of this thinking, right? So yeah, it, it's beautiful. Uh, let's take another caller. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, code 914, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello? Hello? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm listening to the radio and, and you at the same time, so I was confused. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> so I, I've been in a bit of a rut lately. Like, I've been going through a divorce, um, dating issues with my daughter, my ex, and I just feel like I'm stuck and I just don't know, you know, and I'm kind of in a new relationship. I just don't know. I just feel like I'm fighting against everything right now and I just don't know what's going on and I don't know what to do. 
Mm-hmm. It's interesting, but, but before you even brought this up, I know cliche to the listener. I was literally, I already felt relationship stuff coming. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to, well, I feel like I talk a lot. So I really want Jordan to, if you want to go first, I don't want to be the one talking all the time. Sure, yeah. I mean, I went right at the energy vampire. There's at least four big, um, great areas of people you have around you right now. And I always say three of them are men and one of them is a female. Like, immediately going into your energy, it's like I just, have, like, you're trying to send these people. Like, are these the right people? Do I need to have people in my life? Yeah, well, that's exactly, that's, um, it's funny that you say that because that's exactly how I feel. Like my daughter, of course, you know, I'm not getting rid of her anytime soon, but it's just like, I just, there's just a lot of, you know, sometimes you just, you get surrounded by a lot of negative people in your life Mm -hmm. and you feel like you're like, like you said before, like, I feel like I'm drowning, not necessarily in water. I just, I just feel like sometimes I'm, you know, am I doing the right thing as a parent, as a person, as a mother? I just, I just, I just don't know what direction I should be going in. Am I going in the right mm. direction? Am I doing the right things? Well, what I'm so, really getting, sorry, Jordan, you want to keep going? Just one second, and then I'll give okay. it to you. Probably. Yeah, no problem. Um, what's picking up on that is a lot of it is coming up because you already know the negative aspects to the um, paternal DNA, and then it's the question of, am I being a good parent by allowing this connection, knowing this person is this way? Um, but there are things within your daughter that she will always thank you for and giving her the opportunity to learn maybe things about herself that she couldn't have just learned through you, maybe ways she doesn't want to be, um, or obstacles she's going to face in life because you have a lot of the opportunity for her to know herself entirely even if it feels like it is draining you and crushing your essence and you want to save her from it all, um, this Mm -hmm. is a huge thing for her. She chose this for her lifetime, and it is something that you get to share with her because it's not just your experience, it's her experience, and it's vice versa. I feel like you are an incredible mother. Spirit is just like, if we could just swoon over you for a moment because the hell you have Mm -hmm. been through is unlike any other. You don't just introduce anyone to your children. Yeah, like, you no, know, no, this is the first person I have, and I cried when I did it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly, because you, you want to protect them with every fiber of your being, and that is a good mother. Mm-hmm. So, above all, mm-hmm. you need to know that about yourself. You are making the right decisions. You are doing the right thing, and you're giving her a space to be exactly who she is. So that when there's things mm-hmm. that she, you know, happens with her other parents that she doesn't understand, guess what? You're also her best friend. She can come home and tell you about these things, and you guys can talk about them, and it helps you heal as well. Like, you're moving mm-hmm. out with this child when it feels like you're failing her. You are doing so much for her, and it, it's about time to give yourself a problem with that. That's the way I'm going to hear it. But mm-hmm. no, it's a job now. Um, I want to ask you, so the Spirit's bringing up a couple different things here. Um, your marriage, that was her father? Yes. Okay. So just understand, too, uh, from the, from your daughter's aspect, she's also dealing with sadness still of timing. Regardless of how much time it's been, there's still this inner disappointing, um, I can't believe, but there's still, like, this hope that, you know, as a, as a, as a kid, she's still being upset. So there's also this retaliation or inner anger that's coming out that even though she's not saying I'm upset about this, she's taking like jabs at you. This is what I'm feeling. Um, yes. yes. And when you, when you said that you introduced your relationship to her and were crying, 
Um, I also felt like she was also not really as happy to to meet as as you would hope her to have. No, I mean actually, it's like I gave her the choice because I was completely against it, and I was like, no, 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 no. And my friends like, well, give her the choice, and she jumped at it. She was excited. She was like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. That's I mean, good. unless she was lying um, to me, I don't know. <laughs> she she might have because she wants she wants to also. She there's hope there you know when hope is in she she wants to see things grow it's an inner battle that she's having and the other thing that's happening with this too is that you are it doesn't I'm not I don't want to put levels or to compare people to people but you are a spiritual person and you do have empathic abilities and so what I'm getting to is that you pick up on her emotions and one of the hardest things about being an empath is that someone can be right in front of you talking with you smiling. And you're going, what's wrong with this person? Are they okay? I feel so sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is a lot of the stuff that's happening where what, when you mentioned um, a lot of things happening at once and you're trying to feel grounded and feel comfortable about where you're going next, what I really get from my guides is that there needs to be a couple different things that take place you need to understand that you can't please everyone, number one. Um, Mm -hmm. Number two is that when it comes to bound, I think Jordan mentioned boundaries, but you have to make sure that the doors that you've closed with people, relationships, friendships, what what that means is when someone tries to contact you, like that, that doors have already been closed. They can't try to pull your string anymore. They can't affect you emotionally. Um, so and it's, be and like it's so a, funny that you said it's funny that you said that because I was with my current boyfriend over the weekend and out of the clear blue sky, like this guy texts me and says, "Are you still single?" <laughs> I'm like, "No, I'm not." <laughs> Your um, who who was it that texted you? It, it was a guy that I had met, and he wound up. Um, I found out that he was married and like every once in a while he'll text me and I'm like, no, sorry, that's not my, you know, that's not my thing. <laughs> right. Do, do you by any chance have something of your mother's jewelry? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, I have my mother's old, old wedding ring. <laughs> okay. There's something that just hit me. And I, I, the only thing about that is you need to put it, put it on as a necklace, put it on your ring. Something that, that was hers because she wants you to carry her energy with you. Um, she wants to help you with certain things. The other, um, see, now that I mentioned it, it's like flooding in. She wants you to start asking her to help you. And it's just something that happens to me as a spiritual person because I kind of lean on my spiritual guides a lot. Family and friends, mm-hmm. they really want us to um, ask them. I'm sorry, I didn't even ask you. Did your mother pass? No, no, my father's passed. My mother's still with me. Okay, so your grandmother then, if there's anything of hers, usually when it's like a mother energy, it's either grandmother, mother, great-grandmother. So wearing something of hers and asking her for, for more guidance and help. Um, but overall, to take a to look at this, understand that your empathic energy is being affected by someone around you. It could be your, your, your daughter's emotions. Um, but also the sense of security within your future here is what's also being kind of confusing on this this comfortability and what needs to happen is understanding that i know this is kind of cheesy but no matter where we are we're always on the right path 
but what mm-hmm. I want you to understand is that you can't fear the unknown. I don't really feel like there's mm-hmm. an issue with relationship here. I don't feel like there's an issue with a negative spirit attacking you. I don't feel like there's mm-hmm. any significant problems. Um, what the main topics here are energy changes that are being taken place. The spirits tell me that there's mm-hmm. certain changes that you need to just start making because I don't know if you think about things and you're like, oh, maybe tomorrow, maybe I'll do it in a month. But you need to start making these changes, not drastic ones, but slowly accomplishing these, these goals here. Because what Spirit's saying, before we move on to the next person, you're focusing a lot on just a couple different topics here. People, how you feel, um, and, and their hap- your happiness and their happiness. And the only way to really solidify this is it starts with you. You have to be happy. Mm-hmm. You have to be whole within yourself. You have to be the one that's like, this is what I did. I'm comfortable about those changes I made. This is the choices I made. This is where it's going. I do feel your daughter is going to be adapting to it. Um, Mm -hmm. She's also going through things of her own that she's questioning. I don't know why I feel career. Um, I feel like she's really young for still for, for these things, but career. She actually um, had her started her first job ever today. Okay. At like a, like a, is she a teen, like a first job or or actual career job? Yeah. Her first job ever. She like 14. Yeah. That's how I feel like she's really young. Um, she's uh-huh. going through her own emotions. She's, you know, she's going through her own changes. So I just want to remind mm-hmm. you is that as an empath, you have to learn how to control and observe. Is it you or are you picking up on her? Um, and this mm-hmm. is all about grounding, grounding your thoughts, grounding your feelings. Mm-hmm. That's what this comes down to for me. Other than that, like there's no problems with where you're going on your path. It's just more about mm-hmm. how you're going to go step by step with it. Don't rush the relationship. Don't. Um, that's what. That's what really I feel. Don't rush the relationship. Don't make big significant changes with moving or living together with the person right away. Um, oh yeah, but there's no, something no, no. About... I mean, it's 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 very new. I just I just want to make sure I don't want to waste my time if it's not gonna if it's not going anywhere. He's a great guy. I, you know, I like being around him, but I I don't. I don't want to introduce, involve my kids in it if it's not going to go anywhere. Well, that's, this is the thing about the topic tonight, too, the spiritual warrior, right? Um, mm-hmm. The thing, regardless, I, I was talking about life as battles. And I'm not trying, mm-hmm. not, uh, trying not to look at this relationship as a battle, but I'm just using it as a, as a word here. Life in general, every day is this battlefield. And we, can, we, we yeah. tend to not want to enter it because we're worried about what the outcome might be. Oh, what if I fail? What if this doesn't work? It's only, I don't really feel anything bad with the relationship. I do feel like there's, uh, obviously, as you're saying, there's concerns about if it's worth my time. Um, but I don't, I don't really feel that. It's just more so taking your time with it, spending your time with this mm-hmm. person, finding that balance with your life and, and theirs and not being with them all the time in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. I I don't get any. Jordan, did you get anything bad about relationship? 
The only thing I got, I asked about the other person's energy and something that could be conflicting for her with her love language. The only thing that I picked up is the other person has a really big trauma with opportunities and feeling like they dropped the ball and they missed an opportunity to act on something. They like to be told. That's the way they love to communicate. They are a doer and they will do kind of like, it's like dream of genie, like they'll do as you say sort of thing, but in a beautiful, loving way, not in a manipulative, controlling way. So mm-hmm. I feel like moving forward, they're waiting on you to give them the green light. They don't want to overstep. They understand your boundaries. You lay beautiful ones, especially about your children and your connection to being loving, your connection to them and how you keep them safe and it's them before anything else. They're respecting all of that. So they are kind of waiting for you to leave for now. Mm-hmm. This person definitely is a leader, but like I said, they do have this traumatic past with feeling like they miss opportunities because they're not sure of themselves. Mm-hmm. But I get that they, they want to settle down. They don't mind someone who has children. Um, they love children. I feel like they're very passionate about that. They're passionate about building a connection. Mm-hmm. They may even have traumas in their mm-hmm. past of dating someone who had children they were connected to or the children and the person were taken away from them. That's been very hard for them. Um, so there's a lot that you two are going to work on together, but I do agree with what Joe said completely about this being a slow and steady progress with this person. Cause a lot of it is going to have to do with understanding their love language, just that they're going to understand yours. And it's going to be a lot more of you being verbally recognized, which mm-hmm. I don't feel like it's something that has happened in previous relationships. Mm-hmm. You would say something to someone and they would manipulate it, turn it on you and everything's your fault. And it was just not positive. This yes. person is different, yes, but yes. they need the opportunity to show you that they are different, if that makes sense. Yeah. The, right. um, no, no, uh, while yeah, Jordan was right. talking, <laughs> I, I felt a little bit more. just want to add a little bit because Jordan had some stuff, and I felt, like, extra. There's going to be two more things that I, I love what Jordan said. Um, make sure that you don't tend to reflect your past relationship on this person. And the other right. thing I got, too, was communication. Um, try to create and not saying constant communication, but make sure that you're communicating on ways of understanding who this person is, what they're about. Um, not don't, don't question everything. I'm just saying when you're talking with them, feel them out. Um, is this what they do because of, you know, their mood and, and how they're feeling? Maybe they're a little tired. Don't be super observant, but, in the conversation and communicating, you want to make sure you're learning about this person and in ways that you didn't before, because what you're going to be doing is you're learning about them, but at the same time, they're going to be learning about you without realizing it. Um, right. And that's what I really get overall. Don't, uh, I know you're not rushing. I just want to say that one more time. Don't rush this. Don't think about moving yet or where your guys are going oh, God, or where no. you would like That's, to be. Yeah. No, <laughs> not anytime yeah. soon. <laughs> but um, honesty is always the key. I don't feel like there's a problem with that in honesty. Uh, communication is big. So what you do for that person, they're going to do for you. Hey, would, would you want to yeah. hang out tonight? Well, Actually, you know, no, I can't because uh, I got this thing with my daughter tonight. What are you doing tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Like, Instead of just saying, no, sorry, it's an open, right. being more open and honest, and that's, that's really a key factor with this, too. Well, that, and that's what I told them from the beginning. I was like, if I, we don't have honesty and we don't have communication, it's never going to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Keep it keep Well, it thank positive. you very much. I, I appreciate you your time. You're very welcome. Of course. Thank you. Have a great night.
You too. too. Thanks for calling in. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more, Jordan. Uh, how you feeling, though, by the way? I want to check in with you. I'm feeling great. I feel so empowered by that. Like, you literally cannot enslave a mind that knows itself. So the more self-aware she is, the less she's going to feel like, you know, someone's trying to harm her or ill intent towards her or manipulate her. Like, that was that was another really empowering reading right there. I loved it. Yeah, great job. I love, I love when I hear what you, your guys and your people has got to say. Uh, everyone listening, I want to remind you on ways that you can find uh, me or Jordan for either um, what we post on our Facebook pages or possibly if you're interested in getting a private reading or uh, service with us. Jordan's page is facebook.com slash documentaries or Day in the Life, which is in the episode uh, description here. Uh, she also has a group on Facebook called Gifted. You want to make sure you look for the one with the owl logo on it. My Facebook page is a millennial's third eye. And uh, I also have a group third eye, all things spiritually ascending. Uh, this is where you can see more of what we're doing and uh, what we have to offer. But, um, you know, I wanted to talk about something else and kind of bounce the ball back and forth here is this is common denominator I find in my life. And especially with, um, what we were just talking about is this, this, this worries of, of what could happen. Is it, am I on the right path? Am, is this, is it worth my time? And it's quite interesting how I've felt or observed it and experienced it because there's times where we know, like we want this, but then there's these fears that come out. And that's why I was talking about this battlefield of the light warrior, regardless of the topic is, how, how are we going to really learn or experience? I think we're afraid of, we're always afraid of getting hurt or wasting our time. But for me, I think that these things need to, regardless of how it goes, they need to be experienced. Uh, in a sense, we're actually just, all, we are, all we're doing is running from this goal or this achievement. Is it going to take work? Is it going to be energy? Are we going to sweat a little bit? Are we going to cry a little bit? Yes. <laughs> is there going to be happiness? Yes. And I think we just, we just tend to like run from the solution or this answer because we're just afraid to put ourselves out there. And that's it. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. That's what I was talking about when I was talking about doing that post and gifted. Like sometimes, have you ever seen the, um, is it the never ending story with the you? No. It's like a, a movie that came out when we were kids and like rides the big white magical dinosaur dragon thing. I think I know what you're talking about. Was it like cheesy dragon looking thing? Yeah. And in part of that story, he ends up, or like they're trying to fight for nothing. Like the way that I liken that to me is like getting in these zones of like the nothing, literally nothing. I don't know where I'm going. I know where I've been. And I just, I'm kind of complacent in the right now. I have things I want to do. Um, I know I want to do them, but for some reason, it's like I'm in this dense fog of, like, chill out. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I've been the past two weeks, in this, like, nothing limbo of, you know, still doing a few readings here and there, still doing a little bit with the mentorship and stuff, but nothing in me is like, hey, push yourself really hard. Hey, we got this. Hey, we can do this. It's like really taking a back seat to not necessarily my spirituality, but to the way that I am spiritually outward. Like, if that makes sense, like helping others, doing readings, doing lives, things like that. Yeah. There's been people that come, uh, I'll give them readings and, and, you know, let's say hypothetically, and this has happened before where, um, spirit tells me to tell this person, like, what are you waiting for? Like, I don't know what, 
what you're trying to do spiritually with, with your gift, but you need to like start your page. The person's like, Oh, it's so crazy. I've been trying to start my page. I don't know how, like we just get this, this vibration of, I don't know how, so I don't know what to do next and I'm not going to do it. And then we just keep thinking every day, how do I do this? I want to do this. And it just, it's really, it, it sounds simple, but it, I know it's challenging. We just got to keep going, keep doing it. Keep, keep looking up stuff start jump on it you know that if you're going to do a facebook live and it's your first time you might get two people you might get one you might get none but then the more you share it the more you tag things in it the more eventually you're going to get more and more and more and then you're going to be like oh this is nothing like like the podcast i started off and um i don't remember how many people were listening but if you listen to the first episode i'm sure you're going to hear a huge difference of joe's now but we got to start somewhere. It's kind of like going to the gym and exercising. It's going to be difficult at first. And right. starting a new job, it's difficult at first because you have to start a new place, new environment. That scares us. We just want to do good, and we feel like we can do good. And then that insecurity just, like, hits us. Like, I don't know. Am I supposed to be here? Is this worth my time? Is this going to fail? But if we were to go in a higher perspective, like our higher self, right? And your higher self's like, look, you don't know it yet, but yeah, you might not be at this job for too long. You might have three other ones and you need to go through this because that la- that last job, that's what's going to make everything even better. But if you were to tell that, that's why I said before, I'm going to be honest, the spirit told me X, Y, and Z, but it's not easy to accept. We want to get to the end now. We want to be happy now. We want to feel comfortable now. But we have to go through this life journey that we, you know, forgot when we were born and, you know, reborn and incarnated and all this other fun stuff. Let me ask you, Jordan, if your spirit guides were, like, straight up with you, like, all right, Jordan, we're going to give you a secret. Um, You have uh, these chapters coming up, and they're going to be difficult, but you need to go through it because that's where it's going to bring you to this sweet spot. Aren't you going to be like, oh, I don't really want to do that. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, how do we fast track this? Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and that's the I'll hard do part. it, but like, where's the roller coaster? Cause I'm ready to jump on. And I think that's the hardest thing. Being a spirit, being spiritual, or hashtag woke. Um, you, yeah, my mom just grunted. Tag woke. You don't like that, mom? No, because it's not woke. Consciously. Woke is something completely different. Well, okay. Well, the whole point about the hashtag woke thing. Just you're you're a little bit more aware of yourself spiritually, and uh, we start getting into crystals and stuff. What's the first thing we do? We we want to know everything about the crystals. We want to get it all done. We want to do Reiki. We want to do this. So it's like we're trying mm-hmm. to complete all this stuff. Well, I want to know my spirit guides' names. That drives me nuts. <laughs> that drives me nuts. Yeah. I love people. I'm always kind about it. But how do you find out your spiritual guide's name if you don't know how to trust yourself to get the message first? So it's kind of like, I want to get it all now. And that's the same thing with life in general, like we're talking about. We have to go through life, experience it, and we're going to get there. We just have to go through these chapters that are uncomfortable, that are essentially tuning you up as a spiritual warrior. Um, Let's see here. Let's take another caller. Uh, Where are we at? Actually, you know what? Let's play a quick song. We'll take a a three-minute break or four-minute break. And we'll come back, and we'll take the next caller. Sounds good. All right, sweet. I just got to pick a song. 
is so many here. I don't know which one. <laughs> Go uh, with the third one. The third one? Let's see what the yeah. third one is. That is not a song. Well, the third, I have a bunch of different sound bites here. Let's see. I'll do it this way. That's one song. That's two songs. This is the third. This is, no, that's not a song. Uh, all right. Let's do this one. All right, cool. Whoa! 
times like this to know you're in the right place. Such a like I didn't plan on the song, but it was song because it literally talks to like uh, things getting uncomfortable, but being in the right place, and, and this is all we know. Um, and it got me thinking. You know, we have the hermit card in the tarot spread, and I think one of the things that I I don't talk about enough, or I'm not really always observant on the hermit card. It's it's quick to just judge the card because it's like sad. You're in you're in this darkness. You don't know where you're going. But what do you, you know, think about the Hermit card? Uh, usually I, we do a funny sponsor in the beginning, but this is not to be funny, but the Hermit card is a, is a guy with a lantern in the dark, kind of sad and hopeless. And they're not, you know, you're, think about it. You're lost. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to go. You're not sure if you're in the right place. Carrying the lantern, you, you're hoping to find some sort of meaning, some sort of purpose. But the only way to really find that path is to really keep going. And I know it's easy for me to say this. I'm sure there's a lot of people out there that have a harder time right now. Maybe you're depressed. Maybe you're going through something difficult. Um, I don't know why I'm getting emotional right now talking about this. Yeah. <laughs> but um, sometimes it's it's so hard because we have people that we are we love or we care about, and they're just they're not helping or they're not understanding of our journey or what we're searching to do or find. And my, I guess my point about this message in the, in the hermit card depiction here is that it's not that you're not in the right place. You are in the right place. And this is the topic of this, this episode is being a light warrior and finding your light. And the only way to really find your light and realize who you are, it's not to judge people who aren't giving you that love or that appreciation I've met people that are doing big things for themselves and they get sad because they don't have that support from their, their people around them. And so regardless of where you're at in life, just remember that it's, it's easier said than done. I get that, but keep going because that hermit, the hermit card has the lantern. You're going to find that path and it's going to lead you somewhere. Don't be scared or worried if it's going to lead you into another problem or if it's going to lead you into another difficulty um, life's not easy. It's, it's about this journey of realizing your capabilities because if you can go through the hardest shit, the next time you go through something, it's not going to be difficult as it once was before. It's going to be this feeling of, you know, I've been through so much worse. This, this is nothing. Um, I don't know. I felt the need to say that. Jordan, what did you think about the song? I love that song. It was like I was getting a couple of messages before the song because of the what you're talking about earlier with the realizations of ourselves and how, like, maybe these things that are these huge problems in our lives, like, really are small in the scheme of things when we're watching things like that movie and we're doing these readings and we're feeling the emotions of other people and the happiness and the strength to get to the happiness and everything. I had this whole aha moment with myself, like, complaining about this apartment for two years now with water damage, the hurricane, windows, doors. I mean, there's just been so many things. And you were asking me, you know, Sarah told you this, literally as you said that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I haven't been paying attention. 
I need to pay attention to all the ailments of my home because those are my internal ailments as well. Mm. <laughs> and I am being forced to leave this behind and step into something new. It's literally the entire topic we've been talking about. If you carry these things with you, it's going to happen in your new environment. I refuse. I refuse mm. to have these same issues in my new environment. So now I'm sitting here going, okay, the roof. It has a leak. I have a leak in my roof. What do I need to do with, you know, my crown and, you know, my ego and where I'm trapping myself and where I'm letting this negativity flow in when that's my higher self, my higher being, and I, I'm loved there. There's, I mean, I have my head is just spinning right now, and that song helps. <laughs> it's, um, it's one of my favorite songs. Um, I actually, like, sometimes, most of the time, <laughs> you hear what I, sometimes, no, most of the time, it makes me emotional because uh, I just connect with it. It's just the song is actually for those of you that were that, that liked it and want to find it. Uh, it's by Eden E D E N, and the song is called "Time Times Like These." Um, such a great song. Uh, I love your reference to the things happening around us. Again, I I like to bring up this topic for this episode because yeah, we we might find things around us, and I think a lot of people get worried like see like your roof's leaking like oh my god like what's internal within me that's leaking um you know i had a dream last night and i my dream last night i don't really dream a lot but it was quite interesting i was at an old job it was in the kitchen as a chef and the um the building was sinking like it like the the door outside it was like going down into the dirt like it was sinking and i was like sleeping on the job which is not ever something i would do but um I woke up and I was like, what is this about? And something about fear, obviously the fear of, of this business or career like collapsing. And so the whole goal here, regardless of the signs and things that are in your reality, um, don't put fear on it. It's more so like Jordan was just talking about not letting things repeat or not having those things carry on and um, not letting things fall through the cracks, I guess. Or, but um, let's take another caller. Let's do a reading. I uh, feel drawn to area code 954. If I if I pick someone that I picked already, just let me know. But what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, it's Mary. I'm a first-time caller. I just wanted to see um, what you feel about the um, present energy within my home. Um, I've had um, a lot of health problems I'm trying to resolve and I'm uh, having some difficulty with a partner. I would like to make a move, but it's not physically or financial right now. Um, I'm mm-hmm. wondering what you see around this uh, situation. Are you are you having any breathing problems? I'm not. He is. That's him. Okay. He's definitely no, having, no. yeah, in that area. Breathing. Sinus, um, allergy. You know, I, I'm I'm not really getting – so this is the thing about spirits versus our own energy output. Uh, think about our energy like an exhaust of a car. Um, energy is always going somewhere, doing something. So if we're thinking negative or we have any problems, we're angry, um, it can build up around us like clouds. And so this is why we want to spiritually cleanse the home, um, there's something about money. There's, there's worries about money is what I'm getting. There's worries about, it's like you want to go somewhere and then, then, then your husband's like doubting or questioning. There's this, there's this 
constant, like, I want to do this, but there's a something that blocks it. This is what Spirit's telling me. Well, it's it's more me because right now um, it, it's doable, you know, the situation financially doable. Um, if I do make an unexpected move or something, it would be a very bad move at this time financially. Financially. So I'm, yeah, and, and physically because I'm not physically able to do that right now. And mm-hmm. so I'm kind of betwixt and between. He tends to be very negative. He has health mm-hmm. problems as well, but is very uh, angry, very hostile mm-hmm. all the time, except when he's usually with his friends or family members that he has fun with or whatever. And I kind of get the brunt of whatever else is going mm-hmm. on that he's unhappy about. There, um, and there's yeah. Something it's really particularly um, honing in on happiness with him. This is not just him. Like, this is the energy that I'm getting of the home, too. There's this. Yeah. So what's happening is when he's, uh, when he's away or he's doing something, his mind is not set on uh, something that's particularly bothering him. Because what Spirit's saying is he spends a lot of time in his head. So when he's doing yes. stuff and he's, he's, he's out of his head and he's not focusing on all this, there's something that he wants to do or he wants to accomplish or he wants to – so he feels stuck is really what I'm getting. Um, if, he had, so, if he had more money, he's thinking, well, I could live in a better place and I could, I could move out of the area, and it's always if I could do this or that. But um, it's not feasible now or probably not in any time to come, and he's not particularly frugal with money. I'm more the one that tends to – to be more uh, frugal <clears throat> but with the two of us we're on fixed income so it's not really something that we can say we can you know see a major change reasonable um, but um, uh, this, this is very this is very interesting is what spirit is telling me and this i want you to understand like everyone's reading different i i don't say the same thing to a person most of the time um and what spirit's telling me is there has to be and don't take this the wrong way. There has to be a sacrifice in finances here. There's something about letting go of something because I don't know what's being held on to that is a memory or an energy. I don't know if you own your own home. There's something no, that needs to be No, I did have my with. own home, and I, I lost it due to so – when the bubble came through, I had a, a very nice home, and everything was in place, but there was some shenanigans going on, and – I, I sold it, but I didn't make a big profit. So I, I came back to a mm. place where I was before in a rental, which is, is comparably nice for the area I'm in and, and more uh, in a reasonable amount of money. If I mm. was to um, move, I, I wouldn't be finding what I have right now. And he would, in his mind, he's always thinking, well, this isn't good enough. I should be having right. this or that. There's no basis, really. There's no foundation there. And he's having some mental issues that seem to think that, you know, it will just magically appear or it will win the lottery or something. You know, it can happen. I'm not saying, you know, that can never happen. Well, there's, but there's hope. He's trying to find hope. Yeah, I tend one to be the, more of the, the realist. Things, one, one of the biggest things is this um, – what had happened to you guys with this home has caused some internal, I want to use the word trauma, but I want to use the word more of um, effect. It, it, it's affected your moods. 
or mostly his. He looks at it as like this loss and and despair. Well, he didn't lose the home. I did. Yeah, it wasn't okay. it wasn't him. I was the one. But he's he's unhappy. No, and I'm not even sure if he moved, he would be happy somewhere else. I'm I'm not sure of that. That's a good point. Um, you know, I mean, I'm saying we got to make the best what we have. And um, but it's it's always looking for something else, and it's always something I should be doing or I'm not doing or whatever, which isn't helping my health because I'm doing what I can to improve my situation. Yeah. He's but, um, um, he's project he's projecting his own insecurities on you. And so what that exactly. means is that's, he, that's about it. He's actually I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna pass the ball to Jordan, but I don't know what he does, but there's a lack of purpose in his life, and there's right. a lack well, of reti- fulfillment. Yeah, he's retired, well, he, and he lives in the light, the land of regret. You know, I mean, going all yeah. the way back to childhood, which is not not healthy. You know, it's just not, this not is, working. Um, this is something that we were talking about before, and I'll say it in a different way for this topic, is that for, it's unfortunate because it, this is really a, a majority of what I feel of, of this is really coming from him. Um, he needs to stop complaining and finding resolution. So exactly. one of those times that I, um, I came across this was someone who is really awesome. She, had, she has two kids. And those two kids wind up moving out, going to college and and living their life. And she then had no idea what to do with herself because she didn't have that purpose of being a mom in the same way. And so it turned into like depression. So the reason why I bring that up is he needs to really start finding things to do. Um, I know that I've suggested volunteer work. Um, He did have a part-time job for a while because, like I say, he's retired and he has health problems. But he did a part-time job, which which didn't last a long time. And I said there's a lot of volunteer organizations. If you're you're strong and you want to be out and you're active, you could volunteer. You could help animals. You could help people, whatever. There's a lot to be done. And then he don't mm-hmm. want to hear that. You know, that's, no, he don't want to do that. Um, yeah, what's happening we have a very is, nice... Um swimming pool you could go swim in the pool it's free no i don't want to do that and i'm you know i i'm more in my head as far as mental pursuits and i can do other things to keep myself occupied but he has to be like kind of on a roll all the time got to be go 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 and doing this but as you say purposeless or just following other people around and listening to what they've got to say and not having his own mind. And it, it just kind of, it's really getting on my nerves. But I, I, I want to say, make it- I wanna say this in um, passage of Jordan. Um, if we as people, regardless of age, don't have something to put progress in, words, if we're just right. going to sit there, we're going to complain, it's not going to get better. The other thing I, I want to point out spiritually too is, even if you, you actually said something that's true, even if you did move, he's not going to change. It's going to be the same right. complaining because he has nothing to do. Yeah. The, the last thing I want to say is you can do something spiritual for this. Um, this is up to you, and I want to explain why you do this, and I want to make sure the listeners understand because I don't want to hear any uh, negative thoughts about this. There's certain yeah. times where I would do this only to help someone. What you can mm-hmm. do is on a brown paper bag, you cut out a brown paper bag with a pencil, you write his full name 
you put it on a plate, you put honey on, on the plate over the, the, the name that you wrote down, and you light a candle, a white candle, and you honor it to either your spiritual guides or his guardian angel. And the reason why you can do this and it's a positive thing is because to sweeten him up, to lift his spirits up, to help him find yeah. his way. Um, uh, when you light the candle, let it burn out, and then you can get rid of it. I would leave it there for like five days, but you could just do the candle. That's something spiritual. But Jordan, go ahead. Sorry. No, I love everything you said. I agree with you 100%. I don't even know if I have anything to add other than um, he is searching for someone who's already leading. It's almost like he's trying to, and I think you said this too, Joe, he's trying to find happiness in something someone else is doing, thinking it's going to heal something in him, but he's neglecting all these things that he's good at. He doesn't want to do them. They're boring because he is a, um, like, immediate gratification sort of person. He's either good at it or he's not. He needs yeah, the yeah, constant yeah. go, go, go. He needs the, um, um, I'm going to go to bingo and see if I can win this money. If he ain't good at it the first time, guess what he's not doing? He's not going back to bingo. You know what I mean? But he does that with everything uh, yeah. in his life. It's either immediate gratification and then he's bored with it and he's on to the next thing, or he tries it and it doesn't work out and he thinks he's not a good enough person. And you're yeah. completely right yeah. with saying it goes all the way back to his childhood. Like, this is a burden he's carrying that is not yeah. yours to carry. And I absolutely that's love fine. that Joe right. said that about the sweetness and sweetening his life. Because I was going to tell you to do a honey jar, and that's the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just to be able to separate the um, – energies between you and him because I really feel like you're fixing to step into a point in time where it's going to be all about you and he's not going to be able to handle that well but it's not about him it's Mm -hmm. about you and it's about you leading and you being happy and him doing with you what he does with other people where he follows them he likes to be led and you're going to start leading the only other thing that I was getting was something it's either about now I don't this is up to you if you do this or not it's just something spirit showed me was something about cleaning out the air ducts I don't know you said you were renting so I don't know if this would be something that maybe your landlord would do or if that no, is something like whatever won't. area or uh, state you're in does it all do it I keep clean filters but they haven't actually come in and done any of that no yeah, Most there's something about that. it's either from the washing machine there's like a bunch there's too much danger and that's machine. what's making the both of you I don't, we don't have a washing machine, but it could just okay, be so that, you know, say, three years. It's the dryer or it's the actual, eight, they keep showing me like the metal tunnel. I know it's not metal. It's like, I can't, I can't think what it's made out of, but they're showing me that. And then it's like, there's almost no air circulation going through there because there's so much dust and debris. That's a good, good Which point. Which I've never seen before. He coughs, he coughs a lot and, and he, you know, especially when the air comes on, it seems like he coughs a lot. And I even have air purifier on the floor, you know, to clear the air. But it could be. I mean, I'm not saying it's not, but that's something we'd have to pay for ourselves, of course, because they're not doing it. I mean, they will. I can keep clean filters, but they won't actually clean the vents. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. many of the landlords won't do that. You know, they just leave it up um, to you. But that's possible. As health-wise, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm seeing. That's what they're showing me. Um, it's just really dirty air vents, and that has nothing to do with you. You guys are very cleanly. It's just this over time yeah, them not being clean and not being serviced. I don't think it's. Um, and I'm I'm not disagreeing with you. I just I saw it a different way. I don't think it's actual vents. I think it's like the the physical body collecting too much like it there needs to be 
um, release or needs to, something needs to change right. um, is what I was seeing with what she was saying. And it's unfortunate. I mean, because- overall, overall, we have a good a good size apartment, and it's you know not in a real bad area or anything. It's not the best, but it's not you know as bad as it could be if you were just one person trying to cover everything yourself. <clears throat> and uh, with limited income, it's hard to do that. And now, in order to move, it's very costly to um, to yeah. actually make a move. So uh, it's it's like you know I try I'm trying to do what I can spiritually because I'm probably more spiritually bent. He's religious, but not in the way where he lives it every day. It's more like, mm-hmm. um, you know, like you follow the religious doctrines and that's it. And I'm kind of moved out of that realm. I'm more universal mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just different, different mindsets. You know, you mentioned something that could be, uh, let me ask you something. Uh, by any chance, would he be open to going to a church? He belongs to one, and and he's in he's he's pretty much set to one religion. I did get him to go to a, a Christmas service one evening um, before the pandemic, and he enjoyed the one time encounter because there was you know, nice music and friendly people and so forth. But it's not something he would um, embrace as a lifestyle anymore. He grew up in the religion, and um, anything that doesn't belong to the religious doctrine we just don't agree on upon at all mm. there's no agreement we, we don't agree spiritually or politically so we're kind of skirting those issues most of the time I, and I, I really recommend doing the the honey thing like i was saying because yeah. I, I number one i don't see you guys moving anytime soon um, and I have to always speak my truth when spirit speaks, even though it might not be something I always would like to say, because if I don't, it's going to just hurt me instead. And I'm, I'm not saying right. it's to hurt anyone, but no, no. the reason why I say this is because if he continues going this way, he, yeah. his health issues are being affected by his emotions and his thinking. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and they're affecting me because it's, you know, that negativity around me I'm trying to block all the time. Mm-hmm. So I recommend doing the the honey with the candle because that can help them significantly. It sounds simple, but it does work. Um, And you want to set your intentions on it. The intention is to bring him happiness and help him see the things he needs to see in the sense of his um, purpose and willingness to be content with where he is now. Because what happens to most people is that they're not content with where they're at. They want to be somewhere else. And so what actually winds up happening is that, they continue to look at what's not happening and they desire right. more of what they want. And so nothing actually ever happens because they keep pushing it away. Right. I like to focus on um, the blessing which we are receiving and what we still do have, even through the pandemic. I mean, we have a roof over our head and we've never gone hungry and, you know, we still have Beautiful. that and we still have some support. So I try to focus on that, but, um, it's always the one God bless you. One thing that's for, missing, for you know. It's <laughs> always something Me? something he isn't getting enough of or mm-hmm. doing enough of or whatever, you know. It's just mm-hmm. it's really hard. I, I, I really totally wanna it, Yeah, it's affecting his mental condition a lot, you know. It's just going downhill. Yeah. I don't know. I'm 
but I will try your suggestion. Anything helps. I'm always praying to the angels, Archangel Michael and Raphael, for guidance. But, um, Man, he, he's lucky to have you, I'll tell you that. Well, I try to think so. I try to do, you know, what I can to to make. Right. You can't make somebody happy if they insist on being unhappy, but I try to, you know, make things light, try to see humor. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Absolutely. Just, you know, yeah, <laughs> what can I say? It just... It is what it is for now. Keep, keep in your positivity. I recommend doing the candle with the honey in the, the paper bag with the pencil with his name. Um, pay attention to what changes. Kind of, If you can, keep it to yourself. If not, let him know like you're doing something nice for him. Um, no, see what happens. Yeah. And if, if you, you, should, you will notice it. Give it some time. But notice mm-hmm. the change. If you have to do it again another week or so, do it again. Um, because right. this is you're do, you're doing um, you're doing a little bit of alchemy here with energy and purpose and intention, and it's, I it's have all to do it when he's away. I can't I can't leave you know the candle burning or anything. I have to do it yeah. when he's out of the house and you know like that, <laughs> which isn't a lot of time. But you know I the other thing actually that just came I, to mind before we go to another caller is that yeah. um, this is a true story and I I think it's amazing how energy works. Uh, when I was a chef, uh, I cooked for a couple of eight years, but when I started to become more spiritual, I realized the power of intention. And um, there was a dish at a restaurant that had coleslaw on it. It was a comfort food place. And we ran out of coleslaw because, you know, I, was just, I wasn't making coleslaw all the time. And I had enough dressing to, to just do that real dish real quick and send it out. And no, no one was in the kitchen with me. And I had put some gloves on to mix the coleslaw up in a bowl. And I said, you know what? Whoever this person, I already kind of knew it was a female for some reason, but I was like, she's going to love this coleslaw so much. She's going to want the recipe for this coleslaw. It's so good. And I said, okay, what's the power of intention? What do you do next? And I felt that you just forget about it. So I sent the dish out and forgot about it. The next thing you know, um, some time goes by. The waitress comes back with this empty cup. It says, is everything okay? She said, yeah. Um, she wants to know what was in the recipe for the coleslaw. And I started laughing. And the reason why I share that with you is that when you cook for him, or if you cook for him, think I about do it time. Um, cooking. This is why they say when you cook with love, it's true. Cook with this thought that he's going to find happiness in new hobbies. He's going to find happiness. You're gonna, when you're mixing the sauce or you're doing something, you're going to find new hobbies. And you're going to find new happiness and things, and you're not going to be negative. Kind of put that love into it. Have fun with it. Um, because that's a real, real thing. So try that yeah, as well. I, believe, I do believe that. Well, you know, put a little um, spice in there. Well, the power of intention and the unexpected makes, if I can just share this quickly, um, for a time period of about two years, I spent a lot of time with my mother in a nursing home. And mm. um, one particular evening, um, I was sitting there with her, and it was getting late, and I was kind of getting pretty tired to drive home and I said to her out loud I said oh what I wouldn't give for a a good cup of coffee right now well anybody who's been in nursing homes knows that you don't get any unexpected service coming from AIDS or anyone in there for any special orders even if you beg them (laughs) for the most part it, it just doesn't happen and right after I uttered those words in came an aide that I wasn't too familiar with, and she was carrying a cup of coffee. 
and I looked at her, and I looked at my mom, and she said, I thought you would like this. And oh, my, this is godsend, because I cannot believe yeah. this. She brought me a cup of coffee within five minutes of my utterance of those words. So, so it, it just, wow, I said, I know somebody is with us, because this never happens. It was the one so, and only time it ever happened. So. Think about the prayer. You you basically did a prayer. So all you got to do now is think about, oh, what what I would do for my husband to be happy and have you know, know come from your heart, be true. Yeah. Manifest it. That's awesome, though. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's nice to talk with you. I appreciate it, and uh, I hope to hear you again soon. Absolutely. We the goal is to um do this every week. So stay stay in touch. Thanks for listening and I'll put you back Good. to listening mode here. Yeah. Um Jordan, great job. Good job. I like I like hearing you do your reading. I like I, I like hearing you too. I love the perspective and everything. Like every single time we do these or we have any conversation ever, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's a whole new perspective. I didn't think of it that way. This is awesome. It's like a refresher for me, too, um, when I hear, when we talk about something, and then I'm like, oh, you can do this. Because here's the honest truth. In my life, I don't know about you, Jordan, but I'll have these moments, and I don't always think, what can I do spiritually or what can I do? What can I do? And um, it kind of slips my mind. It's like, Oh, well, this is a, this is bothering me. This person's bothering me. What can I do? And I, I'm not a fan of people who just get upset with someone and they, they want to throw negative stuff at them. Not my thing. Yeah, no. Um, quite honestly, there's times where recently I felt someone's negative energy being sent to me and it really dampened my mood. And I really was like, you know what? I'm tired of, like, it almost broke my spiritual back a little bit. And then I realized, like, you know what? No, I'm choosing happiness. I'm choosing happiness. That alone, when I said I'm choosing happiness, it shifted everything. So people yeah. think sometimes, like, you got to do this to, you know, we, I talked about revoking the energy and stuff. But sometimes all you really need to do is choose happiness, and then you let it go, and it doesn't bother you anymore. Yeah, you're literally choosing a thing in your own truth and your own power. And it's beautiful to be able to really, like, wipe the slate clean because you are like, no, this doesn't mean this is who I am and I'm not going to do this. I love this, that. I want to share um, – I can't play it on here. I'm going to look look up the name of it. It's um, – I, I got – I have Audible. I'm, I'm not a physical book reader. I like listening to books. But for those of you who are interested in um, – the the snippet on YouTube that I was listening to, um, the book itself is by um, Paolo Colo. I think he he was the one who I think might have wrote The Alchemist as well, but it's called The Warrior of Light. Um, this is where we talked about that, uh, the person that commented on Facebook about a topic to discuss, and I came across the Light Warrior snippet, and all of this I'm really like I'm excited to always wrap it around the light warrior aspect because every little thing in our life, like even the last caller we had, it kind of reminds me of being a person, right? And going through these hard times, but they're not these hard times to run away from. They're not hard times to be feeling worthless and, and uh, insecure and confused. These are 
more so opportunities for us to take challenge in. And when I listened to this um, this audio clip, it put, it played this mindset perception or perspective. Life life is this challenge. It's kind of like to me, like in my mind when I was thinking about it, it's like God's like or the universe. God, you know, we got to put all the the words down, Jordan. God, Gaia, Source, Creator, Mother Earth, everything. So it played this part in my mind where I'm where I'm thinking like. God's like, all right, you want this? All right, well, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to give you this opportunity. You're going to take it, Joe? And I'm going, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, and I don't know. Uh, I don't really want that. I don't really want that. And God's like, source, God, creator, mother, Joe, giving this opportunity. If you can do this, you're going to see things that you didn't see before. But you have to look at it from a different perspective. And then I'll bring you closer to what you want. Man, I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of waiting. This is this is real talk in my head. You know, I might be really complaining about it, but this is a nice way of doing it. Man, I'm tired of waiting. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And God's like, look, you need responsibilities here, and you need to have balance here. You source God creators, you know, all the Mother Earth. You got to take this challenge. So it's another way of of life for us to go. All right, you know what? Bet I'm going to go through this. I'm going to experience it. Let's see. Take it as a challenge. Um. One of the things that I found kind of unique were two. One of them's going to be funny, Jordan, and one of them is going to be slightly funny. When I went to California, um, I got to California just before COVID was like shutting down everything, and I don't have Krispy Kremes by me at home, which is very sad. It's probably very beneficial for my health, but it's also very sad. So everyone at home feel bad for me because if you're near a Krispy Kreme, I don't want to hear it. So there's Krispy Kremes there, and it came up one night, and I was like, oh, my God, can we go? And they're like, yeah, let's go for a ride. So COVID, right? They're, uh, besides COVID, I think there's a, always a line at Krispy Kreme in the drive-thru. And um, just waiting in line. Like, that line was huge, and cars lined up. We waited, we waited. We started to get closer to, like, you pull in to get to the drive like you're at now pulling into the parking lot and this guy comes through and he's honking and waving at us and he's like hey can i get through and of course you know what we're thinking like you can't cut the line what are you thinking he's like no 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 i'm just parking my car and we're like all right like we're questioning why this person would park their car here what does he do gets out of his car walks up to the door picks up his package that he pre-ordered got in the car and drove away and i thought to myself we, we complain about life all the time about how we're going to get it. And this guy was so determined to get his Krispy Kremes that he came up with a way where he can just pull up, go up, get it, and go. Here we are, all of us, in line. And that's, it's, it's about life. If you want it so bad and you really want to accomplish it, you have, I'm sure he went through that drive through several times to go, you know what, I'm a pre-order. Mm-hmm. He, watched, he watched someone else do it, and he learned a valuable lesson. My point is, instead of us complaining about waiting in line at Krispy Kreme or any life event, what what are some cool methods you can come up with to to learn from? And that taught me a big one. Um, yeah, that's huge. The other thing that I observed from certain people, not mm-hmm. everyone's gung-ho about it, but when when certain people are single, they have it in their head that they are determined to find their one true love, blah, 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 you know? And 
here are people outside of this person judging them. Oh, they're jumping from one relationship to the next, and they're always dating. But this person's really mindset on finding the right person. And they might yeah. date someone for two weeks, go, nope, it's not in. Two weeks, and then you might judge them, but you find that they found love before you did or they found a relationship before you did because why? They were determined to look and show up and meet people, kind of like an interview. If you're hiring, you have to be determined to interview people, to go through some people, yada, yada, yada. And I guess my point yeah. about that is instead of us, and this is something I need to hear myself say as well. I don't want you guys to feel like you're the only ones listening and I'm perfect. I, I took the test, by the way. I am perfect. But um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is a joke. Uh, a but, joke, a joke. I kid, I kid. A joke. Snake, a snake. But we, um, <clears throat> instead of being upset and going, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I wish I was that. I wish I was this. We have to really just face it and go, I'm going to experience this. I'm going to try. I'm going to find a way. I'm going to make it happen. That's, that's, the, that's how we grow and learn. Um, instead of looking to get to this final result or throwing black magic at someone for revenge or um, trying to be successful tomorrow and do some spiritual stuff, like you're actually losing experience that way if you're trying to do some quick fix magic. And that's what I, I'm not really a fan of with people is that they want to do some quick fix magic. Like there's certain times where I'm, I'm okay with it, but we have to remember we're here to experience stuff. If you're just doing that, you're focusing on that as the result or, or resolution. What are you learning? You're, you're not learning anything about life because you're not experiencing. You're trying to find a quick fix. Um, kind of went on a rant here. Uh, let's do another reading. Uh, I don't remember the numbers I picked. <laughs> if I, I don't know either. If I've already picked you and you guys are listening for a reading, um, just press the number one so I know that you are no longer um, on the checklist here. Just press number one if you're – all right, that's great. Thank you for doing that. That's a double double one there. Uh, someone did a quick move on me. They were like on and off and then back on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll just pick a number. Um, did I do 520 yet? Do you know? I don't think so. All right, area code 520, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Katoya, and I'm from Tucson. Don't sound too thrilled, Jatoya. You're right. Oh, my girl, what, Jatoya? Hey. No, I'm in a low energy for sure. I'm going through a lot, and I knew that this was going to happen. It's so funny, and my phone's about to die, so I was just like, my spirits would tell me something, but wouldn't let me, they won't tell me the end factor. So, <laughs> I just, uh, I don't know if I knew that this is going to happen. They want me to figure um, it out. I know it. Mm-hmm. I don't, when you said that, I don't feel like it's about you figuring it out. I feel like it's about you just, ex- we were just talking about experiencing it. Um, you have to face the music, is what I hear. Um, mm-hmm. You have to experience it for some reason. Um you also have to stop running from your own truth. I have to do what? It's like you, stop running from your own truth. Like you know intuitively what what it is, but you just don't want to accept it. Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. You are a spiritual person. What happens to spiritual people 
is just like this topic, the, the light warrior. We have to go through these experiences, especially as healers. This is the thing that we didn't realize we signed up for. We're like, yeah, we want to help people on earth and help them understand spiritual stuff. And then they're like, there's like the, the by, the by clause, what do they call those? The, the small lettering. It's like, by the way, mm-hmm. you're going to have to experience a lot of um, deep healing wounds and uh, experiences that are difficult so that you can help more people. And you're like, oh, I didn't see that. Um, <laughs> you're going <laughs> well, through these sense. things because it's, it's helping you become more empowered. It's helping you become more aware of what you're actually. Is this about relationships? Yes. Yeah, that's what I keep getting. Um, because what Spirit's saying is you're you're trying to look at all the pros and the cons, and you're like, well, we can we can do this, and I don't know, but sometimes I, I don't feel this way. This is about you learning more about love and relationship, and the, I don't feel positive self-love about it too. in the sense of, what's that? And I said self-love, too. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the main thing they want me to focus on is self-love. Oh, yeah. See, well, I just told you that before. You have the truth, not accepting yeah. the truth. <laughs> Self-love, <laughs> so what is that? It's about you realizing who you really, really are. And sometimes we think we know who we are, but then we learn more. And Jordan, before her phone dies, what do you got? Um, I was going to say a lot of this has to do with releasing people. It feels like lost right now. It feels like losing a lot of people. It feels like maybe love are happening. And it feels like chaos. Um, but a lot of it, honestly, was the you loving yourself and you didn't set boundaries with people. So that as spiritual beings, we're like, oh, I just didn't do anything. I set a boundary. Now that boundary is just going to stay in place. But that's kind of a sign to ourselves. I feel like that's where you are right now. And it's you know, having to reinforce the boundary you already set. And Yeah, for sure. 
we're just like in the process of buying a house and stuff and uh it's just so much going on Mm -hmm. and i would like to make it work and stuff and i feel like we had really good conversations um just recently because i feel like in the past there wasn't but now i'm just i don't know you're gonna be setting yourself up for some for some big issues if you guys buy a house together. Okay. I don't mean to That's say this I to think. disappoint you. I'd rather say it to help prevent spiritually, because um, what I'm seeing is something being compromised to patch up the the sore spot, so to speak. It's like it's like having a deep wound cut that you know you need stitches for, but you're putting a bandaid over it and it's it's bleeding. So yeah. don't. I'm sorry. Now's not really a good time spiritually from what my guys are saying for you to, this is only going to hurt you more. Um, And what spirit is saying, basically why your guys are saying you need to learn and you need to see and find the answer yourself is because you already have the answer and the truth. And they're basically saying, listen, how much more can we tell you? You want to insist on seeing something good turn out of it. And um, you're not failing. It's not a failing thing for you. You're not, you didn't lose. You're not a disappointment. You're not a failure. This is you realizing like there's other things better that are going to work out. And the other thing I feel like is that you guys like always separate and avoid when you get into an argument, you, you run from each other or you have to disperse some, I don't know, but you, you got to be with someone who's going to be understanding and communicative. We're going to all have our moments in relationships, but with this, it's, it's not it's not good. Okay. And same for you, Jordan. I feel so many emotions being blocked on both ends. And it's it's getting to the point where it's just like blows. And it's not it's like talking to get it out, but it's not talking to hear or to truly listen to the other person. I feel like that kinda of went out the window and it's not just with just like love relationships, it's with other relationships. It's like mirroring and almost every relationship you have. It's like yeah. everywhere I look there's a trauma. Like you're traumatizing, you're traumatizing, you're traumatizing, you're traumatizing and you're seeing where this is coming from internally as well. Like there's just so much that is going on to unpack here right now. A lot of it I feel like it is emotional blockage and a lot of it is anger fronting and protecting the wound, like Joe said. Anger is the band-aid to this deeper, seated, I want to say issue, um, and it may even be something that is coming to a head in the relationship that is something that happened in childhood, and it's so triggering, and it's this huge, like, anomaly, kind of, um, and it's causing this huge risk between the two of you. Like, there has got to be clear communication in regards to giving the opportunity to hear the other person, like, to hear the other perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah, before we move on, I, I do get a lot of this on, um, on, on his end where he feels like this, this is how it is and this is how it's going to be. And you're wrong. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but, um, there's like a reflect, he's deflecting his own issues. Like he's not the one, it's you. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, <laughs> You know, there's there's always the suggestion of therapy, but honestly, I don't feel like this person is really willing to accept that there's things about him that he needs to address, that he's not perfect. And this is really where a lot of the key things is happening, where he's not understanding that this is the, the problem. 
And what I'm also seeing is that regardless of how many times you guys broke up in the past and got back together, um, there's something about the him time. realizing, like, huh? Feel bad and be lonely and miss you, but this is not something. He needs to really start working on him. Like, there needs to be things that are worked on, and I don't see that happening because what, I, what I'm feeling is that there's going to be a breakup. He's going to miss you. He's going to want to work on things. But then it's going to be one of those things where it's like, well, you have to show me this, this, and this before we move forward. And he's going to be upset because he's not where he where he once was, and it's going to cause – it's not going to turn out pretty. Hello? I think she lost uh, – I think her battery died. Um. Well, we're, we're almost mean, at, like, good. I was going to say, everything, I found the post I was looking for finally. When you asked me earlier what June had in store, literally all these readings that we're doing, they coincide with this. So, with Pluto, I'm just going to read it really quick. It's the next thing. Pluto is asking us to let go of the old to make space for the new. Saturn is life review, looking deeper into ourselves. Mercury is releasing resistance and resetting focus. Analyzing ourselves, Jupiter is reflect focus on the bigger picture, and Neptune is break free and expand your consciousness. So this is like <laughs> the fast track that we were all saying. Oh, I just want all stuff to happen. This is it right now. Like we are being drowned in all the like darker sides of ourselves, so we can have and bring in and manifest all these things we've been saying. I need this to happen. This is what I want. This is what I'm shooting for. This is literally like the Armageddon. Like, are we gonna win this battle? I find it interesting because there's all this information about like retrograde, what we're, what we need to learn. I remember a couple of years ago coming across YouTube videos of like certain portals and energies opening up, what it's teaching us. And it comes back to the same thing. Like, okay, here's, here's the explanation of what's going on energetically with astrology or the planets with a date and time. Um, here's what you need to work on or focus on. And again, it comes back to, it, it's, it's like going to college and learning how to do something on the book. And then you're, you graduate and you're like, all right, well now we got to do the physical work and we got to actually put it into practice. And I think there's always that problem. It's like, you know that this is what's going on with the world right now and you energetically and what you need to look out for. And it's hard to remember in our daily life and what we need to remember. It's just the human thing. We, it's a reconditioning of the mind. Um, I think a lot of people want to do this quick, quick fix, prevent block. How do I do this real fast? How do I block and protect myself? How do I avoid the retrograde? How do I, instead of trying to run from it, like life obstacles, just embrace it and, and run through it. And how, how can you, what did you learn from it? Uh, what, did, what did you notice that keeps repeating in your life? Um, what is the universe trying to explain to you, but you aren't understanding of the lesson? So that's my, uh, that's my big fan on this. Uh, we, have, we have kind of run into two hours and 30 minutes of the podcast, which I think is a very lengthy time. Um, Jordan, are you, do 
you have anything going on in your in your end with offers or things to look forward to at all? Um, book the double booking. I'm really excited about that. I'm really excited to do reading with you. Kind of trying to get more people on board with doing the duo. Yeah, I so love you... it. I love the way that we read together because we we really do offer so much information that's similar but so drastically different too. Absolutely. That's why I enjoy doing these podcasts with you. So everyone listening, whether you're live or in recording, we do both have a service offer for readings. Um, That is where me and Jordan will be privately reading you for a session. If you're interested in booking that, um, if I'm not mistaken, it's a hundred bucks. Yep. Yeah. hundred bucks. And uh, you can either message me or Jordan on the social media platforms, which are located in the episode info as always. Um, I also have a couple things going on on my page. I'm starting to offer business readings. If you have anything with business, you need business advice, trying to figure out why things are lacking or how to start yours or which way to go. Um, I'm offering that for 80 bucks for an hour. Um, I forget, honestly, I'm trying to remember all the offers I'm doing right now. Uh, you were doing one with the shadow as well. <laughs> something about the shadow self and the ego trap and things, I thought. Oh, shadow working, right. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I have a shadow working session typically. I'm just going on my page right now to see um, what the deal or the offer was at. Shadow working is where, kind of like what we're talking about in different ways on this episode, where there's things going on in your life. You feel blocked. You feel like you're not reaching your goal. You feel like you're, it's never um, being moved forward, but there's something internally in your subconscious that needs to be healed or released to um, help you move forward or have, uh, so manifest uh, what it is you're trying to understand and complete in your life. Um, how much am I doing that for? Intuitive business readings I posted, right? And then I'm going back down on my page. Oh, by the way, Jordan, I did um, a personality test recently, the mm-hmm. Meyer, Meyer Briggs. Have you ever heard of that? Ah. I may have done that. I think I might have done that and screenshotted it because I was dying laughing at it. I was, um, yeah, no, I, I totally I'm didn't look and expect, see. I think I screenshotted it. I didn't expect the results. Apparently, there's 16 different types of personalities, and the um, the Meyer Briggs test is a way to help define um, what personality type you are. Uh, mine came out to be the INFP, which I guess was also the healer. And there's a lot of pros and cons to the personality type. And I was like, oh, my God, this is definitely me. And um, it's difficult. There's difficulties with career. There's difficulties with emotions and creativity and your purpose. And I was like, ah, this is the thing I'm dealing with. Um, I also came across, like, a comedy skit of, like, how do you know you're INFP? And it was definitely (laughs) everything that I probably would say. (laughs) trying to come on my page and find, give the the offer. So I have shadow working sessions. I'll do intuitive tarot. Uh, We also do, I also do mentorship sessions is what I was promoting as well. If you're looking to find or work with your spiritual gifts or how to connect with them. So if you have any questions, just mess me on my page. I don't remember everything, but I'll look on it and follow through. We will be doing another podcast. I believe next, next Friday is the goal. So look forward to 
the posting of next Friday's radio show and podcast on what topic and to catch us for some free reads. And again, don't forget to message us on our social media platforms for any private full length or in-depth guidance and solutions to what's going on or in, in general where you're going next or what's going on. But uh, Jordan, I appreciate it and have fun with our conversations as always. And thanks for joining me once again. Of course. I loved it. Can't wait for next week. Absolutely. All right, everyone, have a good night, and uh, we'll talk to you soon and, and hear from you soon, hopefully. Dear Heavenly uh, Spirit, Spirit, thank you. Uh, thank you for providing us with the direct port nitrous uh, injection, four-core intercoolers and ball-bearing turbos and um, titanium valve springs. Thank you. Amen. Amen.